All right, what's up, everybody? <clears throat> My name is Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments LLC, where the deal is already done. We're on episode 107 of Goals and Updates, and I think we're I think everything's pretty much set up pretty good. So, if you're on Instagram, I can't really see the name just because it's far away. I'm trying the slanted view, right? So I got the slanted view going on. So the text is probably gonna be straight, and the slanted view should give you a little bit more uh, visual. So hopefully that works out. I'm going to try that out for a couple of episodes, and then I'll figure out a different solution. But for right now, we're on episode uh, 107 of Goals and Updates. And yesterday, we had Steven on the show as a co-host, and that was pretty cool. And I'm trying to think real quick. <clears throat> My phone's actually going to die, so give me one sec. I, that's the one thing I forgot, so give me one sec. Hang on. All right, I told you it would be one second. So I had to put my phone on the charger. That's always important, right, or else the phone's going to die, and then I lose my Instagram feed. So <clears throat> so we got that going now. So I had Steven on the show yesterday, and I thought we had some pretty good conversations. What's up, Jason? I thought we had some pretty good conversations about different topics. Uh, I think it for some reason it just tends to be uh, political conversations, but it's just because, like, I guess in, in today's world right now, uh, there's a lot of like political discussion going on. So I always think it's kind of interesting to have different uh, viewpoints and talk about that. So that's kind of what we talked about a lot yesterday, me and Steven. And uh, it was kind of interesting because he, 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 he considers himself more independent and I consider myself more conservative. So, and the funny thing for me is I always get along better uh, with more people that are independent viewpoints rather than really right-wing conservatives or really left-wing Democrats just for the fact that most of the time when you're in the when you're in that party or you really classify yourself in a certain party, you tend to get caught up in the viewpoints and then you don't really look at other viewpoints. So that's why I kind of like uh, the conversation that I had yesterday with him because you know there's probably there's definitely were things that me and him didn't really agree on, but at the same time, we agreed on you know basically about a lot of things. So you could tell that uh, in that conversation that. Uh, that's kind of what I wanted to do too. Like I was telling him yesterday, cause he really wants to do a podcast and I, he wants to do the Feldman show cause that's his last name. And I was trying to convince him yesterday. I'm like, you should really do a show and then we'll just feature each other on the show. So I kind of, you know, my job really when I have people on the show is to really motivate them. Right. Cause that's what my show is really about. The goals and updates is to motivate you. So if I have a co-host on here and they're like, Hey, I really want to go do this. My job isn't to tell them not to do it. My job is to encourage them and actually go out and, and conquer that, that dream or that vision for themselves. And that's the, that's the difference that I think my show is going to be compared to a lot of other podcasts is you're going to see me motivating a lot of people on here where they're going to be like, hey, I really want to go do this. And I'll be like, well, let's stop and you go do it, right? So that's what I was trying to get him to do yesterday was to get him on the show. Uh, he's been telling me a bunch of times he's wanted to start his own podcast. And so I wanted to get him on the show, give him a voice on my platform, and then that way I could try to convince him to start his, you know, start going. As his excuse is like everyone else's excuse, where he uh, he doesn't he doesn't have the equipment, he doesn't have the setup, he doesn't have anything. And I was trying to tell him, you know, I started. If you went back to my first episode, 
I didn't have anything. I was just using my laptop and I was using my phone. And at first, I think I was just streaming on Facebook. I wasn't even doing Instagram live on my phone. So I was trying to convince him you just got to start. The hardest thing for every individual, no matter what you're trying to do, is the starting point because you're so overwhelmed and you compare yourself to people that are doing it for, you know, long periods of time. And like from my big thing when I started was I was comparing myself to like Joe Rogan's podcast, I was comparing myself to um, main, main people in the podcast industry. And I'm like, you know, I'm not even close to that level. Right. So you got to be careful of how you're comparing yourself to those people because it dis, it disencourages you to keep going. That's what I was trying to tell them. And you just start. Once you start, you get the flow. And when I started, I didn't have structure like I have right now where I could talk to you and, and you know, be on point and have the topics and ha- talk about done deal investments and talk about different updates of my own. And that's what I was trying to convince him when he was on here is you don't really have to have everything figured out. You'll figure it out as you go. So that's kind of something that I wanted to do for him. And if you're someone that is interested in doing co-hosting where you want to come on my, my show and, and have some discussions, uh, we can talk about whatever you want. So that's kind of the point that I'm trying to make is um, even though this is goals and updates, right? I still want to get other people's goals and updates on the show. And I want to talk about what they want to talk about. And that's going to be a topic we're going to talk about on this show is going to be um, the two topics we're going to talk about is having the talk with yourself, which is going to kind of tie into what I was just talking about with Steven. The second one's going to be how or how to get what you want in life. And that's going to also kind of tie into, you know, what, what I'm trying to do on this platform. So we'll get into that more once we get to the topics. What, how I normally structure this show, uh, especially when I'm by myself, is I go through my updates. Excuse me. I go through my updates, and I kind of show you that I'm basically living what I'm telling you. I'm leading by example. So that's where the updates are going to come in in the beginning. I'll go over those two topics I just told you. We'll go over done deal investments. And then from there, um, we'll end the show. So for my updates right now, what I have is I uh, got MVP at my job. So that's what you're that's what you're seeing right here on the board. It's kind of hard to see. You know, I'm trying to point as I'm looking on my screen. So there's the MVP award. So I'll, I'll give you a little close up of this. Oh, almost almost dropped that uh, pin. But uh, so MVP, right? It's got my name, customer support services, right? So this is pretty cool. So I, um, I, w- I don't work on Tuesdays and I guess they go ahead and they do, they go and they announce their employee of the month almost or different topics of winners. Put that right there before I forget. And uh, they go through different winners and I get, I won MVP. So I get a little trophy for the month, which is pretty cool that that stays on my desk for the whole entire month. And then um, there's other, other things you can get. I think like best improved which I, I never got that before, but I just skipped to the top MVP somehow. But I also think it's because people dropped out and some other some other things that happened within the organization where uh, I was kind of, you know, and I push hard. I push hard. And I'm going to actually talk about how I got that in the second topic when we get to it. Um, but basically, I applied what I'm going to tell you in the second topic, and that's how I got that. I, I basically just, I, I, didn't, I didn't start thinking about myself. I started doing things for other people. And then it started to escalate into other things. So I'll talk more about that once I get to that topic. Now, another update. Um, by the way, that's a, that's a pretty good achievement to have because I'm definitely going to put that on my resume. But anyways, talk about Steven. We talked about my MVP award. 
The next one would be Toastmasters, which every single Tuesday I go to Toastmasters. So I went there yesterday and I, I skipped last week. So I went to this one and took, you know, I took a lot of pictures. I actually have to update their Facebook page tonight. And then I got to come up with a plan on how to attack their Instagram page. And I'm not sure if they have a Twitter. I got to, you know, go through some of the resources and I really got to come up with a plan on how I want to attack their LinkedIn page, their, their Instagram, their Facebook, Facebook. I'm probably just going to keep the same. And, um, the other thing I had ideas about doing for them was filming out the whole entire speech. Now each speech is about six and a half to about seven and a half minutes. So, or around five to six, five to seven minutes, I should say. So I got to figure out a way. I'm probably just going to bring the tripod with my phone that attaches onto the phone. And I'm just going to try to like record the whole entire thing and put them up on Facebook. And this way it actually, it's kind of cool because it'll give that individual that did that speech. They could see their full speech and what they did wrong. They could criticize themselves and go, Oh yeah, I see that. I didn't, you know, I used too much of my hand movements and I didn't really walk around the room and I, I didn't do this and I did this really well, but I didn't really do this. Right. And they can, see what they did. They can kind of critique themselves. And I thought that was, that'd be a good, uh, good idea. The, the thing with me is, um, it, it's normally memory. Like I normally don't have a lot of memory on my phone. So I got to figure out some way to do that and the power. So I'm going to have to bring like a little power cube or brick and just, you know, plug that in as it's recording people or as I'm waiting to record people. So that's an idea that I want to bring, which I think is going to be really good for that club. And it'll give you a chance to see what Toastmasters is. So if you're someone that wants to join Toastmasters and you're, and you're like, you know, I'm not really sure what they're doing. Uh, it sounds cool. It sounds interesting. It's international. Um, most people recognize it. If you put it on an application, most, most uh, major corporations have their own Toastmasters club, which is a corporate club. So it's kind of interesting to know. And it's public speaking. And I'm telling you, most people do not work on public speaking. So it's a good, it's a good skill to have. And it's just something that I really highly recommend. It, cha it changed my life. So I went once and I was kind of, you know, a little skeptical about it. Didn't really, didn't really know anything. No one, you know, it, you kind of have to go to a lot, a couple meetings. I don't want to say a lot, but you have to go to at least like seven meetings to really understand the structure of it. You start filling up some roles. You start getting, uh, you know, you start moving through pathways. You start speaking more and you start getting more comfortable and you start getting more engaged in the club. And that's what you want to do. You want to be engaged in the club. You don't want to just sit around and not do anything and listen to speeches all day. You want to participate. You want to be interactive and you want to network. And that's the beauty of it is we got a lot of different guests. We get a lot of different members that join once in a while. People leave, people come, you know, so you're meeting a lot of different people and it's a networking opportunity as well. So, you know, and that's always a plus. You're meeting more people, you're adding up to your network and your network is your net worth. So that's what, you know, that's the thing to keep in mind. So, Toastmasters, you want to join that, reach out to me. I'll help you uh, get more engaged in that. If you want to just show up to a meeting as a guest, you, you can do that as well. And we meet at the Denny's over on Oakland Park and Powerline Road, which is in Fort Lauderdale. So you have to be in Fort Lauderdale to at least attend our club, which is the great Fort Lauderdale Toastmasters. Uh, you can join. It's international. So even if you're in a different state, you're not in Florida, uh, you're not in the Broward County area, you're not even in the country, and you're somehow watching this on some type of platform eventually if I updated it, you can join a Toastmasters in Cuba, Puerto Rico, um, you know, any, any country in the world, pretty much it's an international club. So you should be able to find one in your area, no matter where you are. 
So there's really no excuse not to join one, but I'm telling you, I highly recommend it. It's definitely worth it. And we meet there any, um, by the way, at 7 PM to about 8:30 PM. So, and if you want to go on the Facebook page, go check that out, which is uh, the great Fort Lauderdale Toastmasters 2004 on Facebook. So that's all that information. Um, the other update I want to do is I, I got this thing going on right now with Facebook ads where I'm going to work with my friend for his business, right? He does, he does healthcare. He sells uh, healthcare uh, to individ uh, individuals. So what I'm going to end up doing for him is I'm going to test some Facebook ad strategies with him and then I'm going to try to implement it back into my businesses. So I really would like to use Facebook ads for goals and updates to do more uh, awareness campaigns so that this way we can get more viewers and more followers and hopefully grow grow the podcast. And I also want to try to do some more branding awareness for Dundee Investments in the area since right now we're only local. I'm not um, I'm not worldwide. I'm not you know I'm not all in the state of Florida. I'm just right now I'm in Broward County, and I'm just a small local business right now in Broward County. So I got to do some more brand awareness, and the best way to do that is Facebook ads. So. I'm going to go help my friend. I'll update you guys on how that works out. But I figured I'd help him out, and then I'd learn from that, and then I'd be able to implement it myself and start running some campaigns and start doing some things. And, you know, if I have any tips or any information, I definitely will present it to you and hopefully help people that are kind of skeptical about Facebook ads because, I mean, right now it's 50-50 for me. I hear a lot of bad things. I hear a lot of good things. So until I actually attempt to go through it, I really can't tell you my, my point of view on it yet. But I definitely know it's worth it's worth uh, engaging because Facebook is probably the number one platform with over a billion users on it. And, you know, it, all your information is on Facebook. So that's how they target, um, target market you. So or do more, um, you know, strategies and target different individuals that you're not wasting all your money. You're actually kind of, you're kind of using your money as a tool in that sense. So that's kind of cool. So I'll update you guys on that. And the last couple of updates before we start the topic is going to be, we have our Podbean platform, which I'm constantly trying to update. We still have 18 episodes of the first 18 episodes. I actually think there's a gap. I actually have to try to find the other episodes. I don't know if Facebook deleted them. Or whatnot but there's a little gap I think it goes up to 10 either goes up to 10 or 8 and it skips like four or five episodes so I gotta work on finding those episodes on Facebook or figuring some way to fix that little little gap and get it on Podbean but um, I'll work on that and update that with you but right now it's uh, about 18 episodes on there so that's cool that's goals and updates so that's how you can see our old episodes. Eventually, once I get certain things set up, I'm going to try to set up an RSS feed, and we're going to be on Spotify. We're going to be on iTunes podcast. We're going to be kind of in a bunch of different things. So when I upload it to Podbean, it automatically uploads to these platforms. So that's what I'm working on right now with the RSS feeds. Now, the next thing is going to be our Patreon support. So Patreon is a platform where you can go and sign up for memberships with with goals and updates and you can support us. So that's kind of that's kind of interesting because I recently heard about this and I'm trying it out. And this is really cool because I'm going to try to set it up where we have three different memberships. 
Right now we only have one, but I want to set it up to three where it's going to be a dollar one, it's going to be $5 and a $10 membership. Now the $1, all right, you could go do this right now for the $1 membership. I don't have the $5 one put together yet. And I don't have the $10 one put together yet, but you can go on patreon.com slash goals and updates. And that's our, and then put in your card, you know, credit card information and you could sign up to donate a dollar every single month to um, the goals and updates account on Patreon. And that's how we can get funded and, you know, buy chairs for our guests, upgrade equipment. We do different things where, um, you know, if, and even if you're one person and you're just giving us a dollar, that's, that's cool too. I'm pretty sure you can put more than a dollar if you wanted to on there. But I mean, a dollar is a pretty reasonable price for a membership, uh, at least for goals and updates, right? And you might be thinking to yourself, if I do a dollar, it's probably not going to help you out too much. But if we get, you know, five or uh, 10 people donating a dollar, I mean, that's $10 right there, right? So, and anything helps. And there, it's all donations. So the $1 thing right now, I got to add some features onto it. But right now, I think it's just a dollar donation. The, the one that I want to do, which I think a lot of people would actually probably appreciate a little bit more, would be like the $5 one and the $10 one. And I think those would be a little bit more worth it because I want to add some... I want to add some merchandise in a couple of them where we give you a mug or we give you uh, it's kind of like the hot thing right now is like you design your own mug and uh, you know, they got like mug club with, or mug. It kind of came out weird mug club with Steven Crowder. You have uh, uh, Ben Shapiro does like a tumbler. Uh, you have Joe Rogan. I don't know if I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan does merchandise, but I don't think his hot topic is uh, or hot product is a mug. But a lot of these uh, podcasters have these mugs, and they're and they're normally pretty cool. So I want to design my own mug, put that in on that gift, and you know, because you put your shipping information on there too, so I could easily just ship you some merchandise, and you could be a supporter. And every single month, I mean, a dollar a month is is you won't even feel a dollar being being sucked out of your pocket. That's that's how crazy that is, right? So I mean, it's not asking a lot. So. That that's uh, if you want to support goals and updates and get better quality content and so you know so on and so forth. I uh, definitely would appreciate it. So that's Patreon support, and that's basically all the updates I have for you guys. Now we're going to go into these two topics. So the first topic is going to be having the talk with yourself, and this one is this one's pretty important. Now it doesn't sound like it's that interesting. Doesn't sound like it's that important. But it really is the most important thing that you're going to want to focus on is talking to yourself because I talk to myself almost every single, I'd say almost every single hour, every single 30 minutes, probably even more than that within an hour. Probably talk to myself five or 10 times in an hour. And, and the reason I do that is because most of the time my mind's constantly thinking. And my mind's kind of going into different scenarios, different outcomes. And normally I talk myself back over the ledge like sometimes I'm about to jump and I'm about to like take a risk and my mind's thinking about so many different things that it talks me back over the ledge and by talking to myself talking to my conscience right I tend to be able to outweigh um, the inner part of me that's trying to talk me off the you know talk me behind back behind the ledge and I talk myself off the ledge again and that's what you kind of want to do you kind of want to constantly talk yourself off the ledge because if, if you constantly keep backing up from the ledge, right, 
And when I'm talking about the ledge, I mean like doing something risky. Like obviously there's really not a real ledge in front of you. The, the reason I'm, I'm using a ledge as an example is because normally when you're on top of a cliff or a mountain and there's like some type of ledge where you're behind, you're kind of scared to get really close to that ledge. But mentally talking about it, uh, you kind of tend to talk yourself behind that, that ledge. And what I'm trying to get at here is you want to talk yourself off the ledge and you want to play a more riskier game in life. See, the, the problem with a lot of people is they tend to play the game of life really safe. And when they get to the end, they look at the person that took more risk and they end up having a way more fulfilled, a better life, more experiences. And that's because they played it way too safe. And when they got to the end, they're like, damn, I'm already old. And I got, I don't, I have maybe just enough money. I maybe have just enough of friends, maybe just enough of opportunity and uh, not much more to life. Right. And those are the people that are actually really bored and uh, don't, don't make it. And, and that's why, like, for me, it's been, you know, I played it safe. I played it safe for a while. And now I'm kind of learning that I'm like, all right, I got to take more opportunities. You know, I'm 23 and I got to play the game more risky. I have the time to spare where I can lose things and learn and, and I don't have responsibilities. I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. So for me, it's a little bit easier to tell you that. Now, if you're someone that's listening to this and, and, you, and you're married or you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or you have kids, it's going to be harder for you to play the game a little bit more risky. And that's where, that's where talking to yourself is really going to matter probably more than me talking to myself uh, being single and not having too many responsibilities as a, you know, a full grown adult. I'm not telling you I'm not an adult, you know, 23, I do, I pay all my own bills basically. And I basically, you know, I do everything on my own. So I'm, I'm a full grown adult uh, and, you know, I drink. So it also makes me an adult. But the point being is if you have more responsibility, it's going to be harder for you to talk yourself off the ledge because you're going to have all those things around you that are going to try to convince you to play it more safe. And to be honest with you, I mean, you're going to obviously you have more to lose, right? So that's also the, that's also the hard part is you have more to lose. And for me, it's, it, if I was in that position and I can't tell, I, you know, and it could change, like I, I can only tell you from what I can figure with myself now and how I would view it. But obviously if I was older and maybe I had kids or I was married, it might, you know, obviously my, my, my mindset would maybe be shifted or changed. You know, I, I would assume I wouldn't be the same individual that I am right now, or at least not, you know, not a hundred percent the same. And I'd probably have the same beliefs and the same traits and in, in certain ways and aspects, but obviously my mindset would probably shift or change a little bit. So if I was in that position, I, you know, you got to talk yourself off the ledge because those people are going to try to convince you otherwise, and you're going to have to try to convince those people. And, and I've had a, you know, I'm not an expert whatsoever on the fact of uh, persuasion or anything like that because sometimes I've had a really tough time. And by the way, everyone has a tough time with this, but uh, most of the time it's like your parents, you know, your parents want to love you and care, care for you. So they're going to they're gonna try to convince you to play it safe. And you're trying to, to convince them, like, no, that's not what I want to do. I want to, I want to play riskier. I want, to, I want a riskier game of life. I want to go and, and do this and do that and, and do this. And they're gonna be like, you're crazy. And but you also have to understand too that your parents are in a different stage. Your parents are getting older. Your parents are trying to, you know, lay back, retire, 
um, not work as hard as they probably were before. And that's, that's the big mind, the mind difference or the mind, uh, the mindset difference is they're trying to do something completely different than what you should be doing. But, you know, I and I still disagree on that whole thing too, by the way, like, I don't think your parents should slow down. I don't think your parents should be like, oh, I'm getting older, you know, I'm getting to my sixties or 65. Um, and I'm just going to try to retire and live off of, uh, social security or do this and retire and not do anything. Um, cause that's not living. It's not living. Most people, what happens is they retire. They, they love it for, you know, maybe a little bit and then they're bored. And most people actually die when they retire. And some people might debate me on that, but a lot of people, what happens is they quit because they don't have any purpose anymore. You don't have any purpose anymore though. You know, when you're working, that's what's giving you the purpose. That's why they say, that's why they say, uh, you know, when you work, you kind of want to, you, you, you want to do something that you want to do because if you're working on someone else's dreams, you're never going to feel, you're not going to feel, uh, fulfilled. You're not fulfilling your purpose. You're filling someone else's purpose. And that's, uh, that's the big problem with, at least in America and probably in most countries is people are, are fulfilling other people's dreams and they're not trying to go after what they want in their life and they feel trapped and that's the nine to five. So, you know, I created obviously this show. I can give you some examples of my life of how I kind of changed that. But uh, before I do that real quick, so that's your parents. You also have like a girlfriend or boyfriend and they they might be on something completely different. You might be in a different um, mindset than them. And I've had this problem before too, where I went to my ex-girlfriend and I'm like, Hey, I want to do this. I want to make sure you understand what I want to do. And she'd be like, you know, it's not, you know, that's not what I want to do, but okay. And then over time it would, you know, it'd be arguments and fights and like, and she'd be like, I don't know why you're doing this. And you know, all this confrontation. And, and it's because she didn't really, she heard what I was saying, but she didn't understand what I was saying. So at the time when I was saying that, it sounded really good to her. It sounded good. And then when the struggles came and like I had to overcome things and I had to do things, she wasn't on the same page and she kind of would disencourage me to do it. Like, I don't think you should do that. It, it doesn't seem like it's working or, you know, you got you to gotta do something different. And so that, that's my thing too is you want to be care. You just want to really be careful and, and you got to really try to persuade people. And, and when people try to disencourage you or disencourage you, you got to look at why they're doing it and why they're saying certain things. And once you figure out why they're telling you that, then that's how you motivate yourself back out of it. And you motivate yourself to go and do it. And you stop listening to those types of people. Now those are, those are what they call, um, or the term is naysayer because those are the people that are really close to you. You trust them, you trust their input and their opinions. And those are the people that kind of actually throw you off the most. It's not really the haters, the people that you don't know that are kind of criticizing you and they're jealous. It's the people that are really close to you that are actually against you at some times or at some points in your life that you're trying to conquer or overcome. And that's, that's, the, big, that's the big difference. So you want to be careful of that. But talking to yourself is how you do that. Talking to yourself, I'm telling you, I talk to myself every single day. I, I actually talked to myself before I came on this show because my mind was like, hey, you know, it's already about 7.30 and I was running I was running a little late trying to get this show together. You know, I was trying to eat my dinner. I was trying to get some things together before I actually got the show up. I got to set it up. So I was running a little late and I kind of just, my mind 
I'm trying to talk to myself and go, hey, maybe you should just do it tomorrow or maybe you should just do it another day. Like you don't have to do it today, right? And my, like myself was like, no, man, you're not going to do that. You're going to do it today uh, because you said you're going to come on here every Monday and Wednesday and you're going to put on a podcast and you're going to keep that. You're going to keep that to yourself. You're going to keep that statement true to yourself. So, you know, I do it all the time. I do it with working out all the time where my mind is just like, dude, it would be so easy just to go tomorrow or go in the morning or, you know, you don't have to do it tonight. You can do it tomorrow and then you can get some work done. And then, you know, sometimes I would do that where I'd cave in and I'd be like, all right, I'm going to do some work. I'm not going to go to the gym. I would do it tomorrow. You know, I'll go to the gym tomorrow and I, you know, wake up tomorrow. I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't get up in time. So I didn't go in the morning and then I, something else would pop up the next day and I wouldn't go that day. And so you play the game where you're skipping out, skipping out, skipping out, and then you're trying to catch back up. So that's why you got to talk to yourself. And trust me, even even people that are billionaires and millionaires talk to themselves all the time because their mind their mind is trying to get them not to do what they want to do, right? They're, but they have a vision and the vision drives them. And that's the difference. That's like the big thing that keeps them going is the vision. They, they know what they want. They have the vision in their mind. And they talk themselves off the ledge every single time to get to that vision. So you want to talk to yourself. Um, that's it's extremely important that you talk to yourself a lot. And I'm sure people talk to themselves anyways because it's your own conscience. So you're probably talking to yourself anyways. And that's actually saved me a bunch of times. Uh, and I never thought about it either, to be honest with you. Like when I was younger, I never I never thought about that. So. I'd be like, all right, I want to go do this. And then all of a sudden I wouldn't do it. And I'm like, I don't understand. Why didn't I do this? And then I figured out watching a motivational video that, oh, it's, it's, uh, I actually heard this. I implemented it before I heard it, but I actually, the first time I kind of heard something that was similar to what I'm telling you was Steve, uh, Steve Harvey. And he was talking about, uh, basically jumping off a cliff with a parachute. And he was like, you know, you got to jump off and just, and just believe that your parachute's eventually going to open. And, you know, maybe it doesn't open and you, you know, get all these cuts and bruises on you, on all of your body, but eventually you got to keep going and keep going. And eventually the parachute will open. And he's like, I might not open the first couple of times, but eventually if you keep trying and keep trying, eventually the parachute will open. And it's the same idea that I'm trying to tell you. I just didn't put the parachute in there when you're jumping off the cliff. But it's the same idea where you're trying to convince yourself to jump even when everyone around you is saying you're stupid, don't do it, um, or when even you're, you're doubting yourself. Because doubting yourself is the worst out of all of them because you, like, like I'm at a point where like, people don't convince me um, to stop doing, to stop chasing what I want. Um, unless it, you know, unless it's something, you know, it could happen. You know what I mean? Like it could happen where it gets to a point where it comes really challenging. I just haven't, I've talked myself off the ledge uh, so long ago. And um, I, I, you know, I talk to myself all the time to the point and I'm constantly disciplining my mindset where it's just so easy to understand where they're, why they're telling me that. So I just, I'm just like, oh, all right, he's telling me that because of this and he doesn't believe in himself or whatever. So he, that's why he's telling me that. And I'm not going to listen to that. He's not going to drag me down. So I'll just keep going. But I sometimes stop myself, and that's the big difference. That's, that's the problem of myself is I sometimes convince myself not to pursue it or continue, and that's because the inner conscience of my, my own mind has, uh, has basically talked myself behind the ledge. And 
that's why I'm saying like, how, you got to talk to yourself. You got to convince yourself half the time to go, you know, jump off the ledge and, and keep going. And that's something where it took me a while to understand that. Like I, I talk to myself all the time, right? What's up, Kara? But uh, I talked to myself all the time, but I didn't, I didn't understand what I was doing for a while until I heard that quote actually from uh, Steve Harvey, where he was talking about the parachute, right? So that was something where it was really, it was unique for me to hear someone that been, you know, he's, he's massively successful, Steve Harvey, Family Feud, uh, has his own, uh, I think it's the Steve, the Steve Harvey show, I think is like his main show. Uh, and he's done a bunch of other stuff. He, he's been a stand-up comedian, so he's got all that credibility behind him. So he's done a lot of different things and a lot of different um, industries that he was in. And when I heard him talk about it, it was kind of like, oh, okay, like I understand what I was doing the whole entire time. So that's how I kind of figured it out. But it, I'm telling you, it's really important to talk to yourself. So that's that topic. I want to. I think I was going to go into something on this topic, and then I kind of, you know, kind of went a different route, but you want to, when you're talking to yourself, you kind of want to be a bully. Like you kind of want to be a bully. And what I mean by that is you kind of want to, what's up Sterling? You kind of want to have uh, you kind of want to bully yourself into jumping off the ledge. Uh, you don't want to be nice to yourself and go, oh, it's okay. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. You want to be hard on yourself to the point where you kind of force yourself off the ledge. And uh, that's something I think a lot of people aren't going to do just because they're going to be like, I don't want to be hard on myself. If I'm, if I'm hard on myself, I'm going to you know, go into like a spiral depression or I'm going to do something that's bad. And I'm telling you, you got to be hard on yourself. The, the worst thing that happened to me was – I was work when I was working at uh, Broward College. Oh yeah, man! Happy birthday! Damn, I forgot to send you. I forgot to uh, hit you up after. But happy birthday! Uh, bo I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that bottle of Jack over Saturday, and we'll, we'll have a good time. We'll catch up. But um, but yeah. So you you want to try to be hard on yourself. There was this one incident I had at Broward College when I was working in the marketing department and I was really hard on myself on something I messed up on. And my boss was like, Hey, you don't want to like, don't be so hard on yourself. And I was like, I was like, I was like, damn, like, <clears throat> I don't know why she's telling me that or whatever. And then I'm like, I'm like, uh, lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, I guess. But I was kind of like, all right, why is she telling me that? And I'm like, oh, it's probably because she's not hard on herself. But, and I understand she's trying to do, she's trying to comfort me. She's trying to make me feel better about myself. But I realized that if I wasn't hard on myself, I wasn't going to learn. I was going to push myself. So I kind of understood it wasn't really good advice. It was just advice that she was giving me to try to help me get out of the slump or to help me like get out of the funk. And, or she's talking to herself. Most of the time people are talking to themselves, by the way. That's the one thing I learned was most people are talking to themselves when they give you advice, and that's why I try to lead by example, right? Because if I'm giving you advice that I'm not following, then, you know, I'm I'm, you know it's, not, it's not worth giving advice because I'm not following it. I don't believe in it, so why would I give you the advice? So that's something I learned, you know, as I did some sales training, why people say certain things to you, <laughs> excuse me, when they try to disencourage you to do something, and it's because they're, they're talking to themselves. Uh, so keep that in the back of your brain when someone tries to convince you not to do something and you're really sure that it could work 
you're really sure it's going to take you out of your comfort zone and maybe make you a better individual. Just know that they're, they're not, you know, another thing too, you got to think about real quick is these people are not you. These people don't see what you see. So, and you can explain it to them all you want, but the, the, the truth of the matter is it's really hard to get someone to see exactly what you're seeing because they, they're not, they can't physically see it. They just hear what you're saying. And yeah, you could probably get a, a pretty good, you know, you could persuade people to, you know, get on the same page as you in that way, but they're never going to have the same exact clear vision as you. You're the one that created the vision. So you're going to be the one that has to, you know, figure out how to move forward and, and bring that, that vision to life. And that's the hard part that it took me a while to understand. Cause I was, I was like, Oh, this is a great idea. And I'd pitch it to someone and they would disencourage me. And I'd be, and then I'd fall for a little while and pick myself back up because I talked to myself. So I'd pick myself back up, and then later on, it would, uh, you know, like those things they told me would go in my mind, and hover in my mind, and then I talk myself off the, you know, back behind the ledge. So I'm like, damn. They, so I couldn't win half the time, and that's that's the battle. And I'm telling you, like, the battle is really yourself. Like you got to beat yourself. And I know it sounds weird, and it sounds. Uh, it sounds kind of made up and stupid, but it's the, it's the cold hard truth where you got to really beat yourself. Once you beat yourself, you're, you're invincible. Like no one can stop you. Cause if I don't even stop myself, how can someone else that's not me stop me? You know? So that, that's what I'm trying to get at that. So that's that topic. I kind of wanted to go into something else with it. And I kind of lost my train of thought. So I do apologize for that. But we're going to go to the next topic. So maybe it'll, it'll come back to me. But that was having the talk with yourself. Now, the second one is going to be how to get what you want in life. Now, now I, I did say in the beginning of this video, I was going to talk about, it's so funny because I always go like this. And I, and I always point the wrong direction just because by natural, I want to point to the, the area of, because um, I'm looking on my laptop screen so I want to point to the direction of the screen and it's, it's always the opposite I never I never remember that so it's a little laugh for you guys but um, the MVP award that you see up there I got that by following this topic and I, and I live by this topic every single day by the way and I, and if you could take one thing out of anything I, I'll tell you or talk to you about on any topic I tell um, or I I'm telling you that this topic is, is the one you want to listen to because this one has really changed my life in a full, you know, a full 180 degree, you know, turn. And my life completely changed when I started understanding the concept of this one. So how you want to get things in life is you want to give what other people want in their life. So if I can go and I'm going to give you some examples of things that have happened to me in my life where I did this and I got something where I wasn't even expecting to get something in return, but I got something in return. And how I got this part behind you or behind me, behind you, behind me is uh, I basically started doing what, what I thought. I started basically doing things for my manager, not for me. So whatever my manager wanted, that's what I did. Uh, I didn't, I didn't do it because I wanted to do it. I did it because I knew that's what my manager expected me to do. And I knew that's what the company in general wanted me to do. So I put aside my expectations for myself and I developed goals that were for the company, not for me. And I'm going to go into, I'm going to go into more detail, but the lesson to take from this topic is you want to 
do things for others and help them conquer what they want and they'll give you stuff in return. That's what this topic is really about, how to get what you want in life. You gotta do things for other people and get them what they want and they'll give you things in return. And that's how I got the MVP award behind me, right? This MVP award, because I started doing things for the company, not for Tyler Dunn. And that's how I got that MVP award. Now, some things that I did is, I knew that every single time I went into a one-on-one, and this is just one example, I'll give you some more examples after this, but it's just because I, I literally can show you proof that it works, right, behind me. So. What I did was when I went into these one-on-ones, they would go, okay, here's your numbers, here's your inheritance, here's this, and she would be, and then I would notice that people that were getting awards were getting these high numbers of productivity. That was my first, my first, uh, you know, being aware of my surroundings and understanding what was going on. I was like, okay, they really want the numbers. Now, what was happening was when I first started there too, she would go, okay, you're about at a 50% range. We really kind of want to get you to 100%, but if we could get you to 120 and above, that's stupendous. Like, that's, that's where we want you, really. And I was like, okay, that's so she told me what she wants. She wants me to get to 100% range on average, and she wants me to, you know, she really wants me to get to 120 and above. So I'm like, okay. So my first goal, obviously, was to get to the 100 mark right? hundred percent on productivity. And then once I got that, I'm like, okay, now I got to try to strive for more and I got to try to keep inching up to the 120. Well, eventually once I hit the 120, I'm like, okay, I can do this in my sleep now. Right. And that's what was happening. And what most people do there, what I realized, and I came up with certain tips. I knew if I focused on my numbers more than messing up, they would notice me more. So understand what I just told you. I noticed that if I got my numbers up and I messed up on things, they would overlook the mess ups and they would congratulate me on getting the numbers. Most people have that in reverse. What most people would have done is, oh man, I really got to make sure this is right. Screw the numbers. I did it in reverse. I said, okay, obviously my goal is not to mess up these emails and I'm going to try to, you know, get on the same page and make sure I learn the manual and learn what's going on. But my job is not to make sure I never mess up. It's impossible for me not to mess up in this job. And that's what I told myself. I said, it's impossible for me not to make a mistake dealing with, you know, you know, if, if my goal is to get 45 emails in a couple of hours, there's no way I'm not a robot. I got and, and if I have to make this in a timely manner and I have to, you know, substitute certain things and I have to move quick, there's no way in hell I'm not going to make a mistake. So I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter if I mess up. If I mess up, I get a kick, you know, I get a feedback or whatever. She'll tell me what I did wrong and I just have to try not to do that next time. But my main goal is not to worry about messing up. My main goal is to hit the numbers and then try to fix the mistakes if things pop up. I did that approach and that's when I started getting to like 140%, 136, right? And it was constant. And that's, you know, and I don't agree with that system, by the way, but that's the system they put in place. So those are the rules. That's what's going on. And that's what I did. I, I, because if it was up to me, I'd get rid of that. And I would literally try to do things where I could literally help the customer more into detail rather than pass it on to a different department. The problem is I don't have the time to do that. And like, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, you know, how do you not have the time to do that? It's your job. 
The problem is the way they set it up is I have a certain amount of time to get through the email and direct it to the certain, you know, the proper department. My job really isn't to solve the problem. My, pro my, uh, my position is to really pass on the information to a different department where they can solve the problem. So that's also the ideology that I inherited at this job too, where I was like, all right, my job really isn't to solve the person's problem that's sending me the email unless I really can, unless it's an easy fix and I can update them. But my, my goal is to really pass this to the proper department to assist them better. That's my job. So that's what I started doing. And so, like I said, I inherited goals that were what the company wanted, not what I wanted. And that's how I got the MVP award. Um, I wasn't expecting this award, by the way. Um, to be honest with you, I didn't even think I was going to get an award. But the funny thing is it happened. And, and the day before, uh, the, the person that I sit next to was kind of joking around. He was like, because uh, I made a comment where they gave it to, they give an award to someone in my department. And I'm like, she, she always gets the awards. And he was just like, yeah, but he's like, you're probably going to get the next award. He's like, because you hustle. And I, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, I guess. And he was like, that should be your next goal is to get one of those awards. And but he was kind of joking around about it. And I was like, yeah, I was like, it's that, I def, I, I'm like, I definitely would inherit that into my goals list, right, for, for uh, cross-country services. And that's what happened. I, I ended up getting this MV, MVP award. But the point being is that, which I'm going to give you some more examples in a minute, but the point being is you got to start inheriting and understanding that it's not all about you. And I know it's shocking coming from a person that talks about taking care of yourself before, you know, you got to get yourself together before you help other people. And this is where it shocks a lot of people because, uh, like, people that are really close to me, well, people that are really close to me understand what I'm talking about, and like, they understand I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good individual, right? I'm not, you know, I don't look at people based upon their color of their skin. I don't judge, you know, mentally I might, like, by, you know, by default, just because by nature you're automatically judging people by what they say, what happens, you know what I mean? But I try to put that aside and understand that that's my, my conscience that's doing that. And I try to put someone and give them, I always give people a chance. But the point being is I, what I learned is that if I try to get, you know, if someone came up to me and they're like, Hey, I really want to make $500 today. And I'm like, but I really want to make a thousand dollars today. My goal would not be to get me to a thousand dollars. My goal would be to get that individual to his five hundred dollar mark. And you're probably thinking to yourself, why? Why would you want to do that? If you want, if your goal is a thousand, why get him the five hundred? Well, if I give him the five hundred, he'll work with me to get to the thousand, and he'll make he'll make double. You know, we'll we'll get it in double the time and less double. You know, double the less effort because he's going to be helping me get to the thousand. That's the difference in mindset with most individuals. See, most individuals are all about themselves and that's where the game changes. If you can literally flip that upside down, that ideology upside down. And that's what I've been doing, you know, for the past, that's really what I've been doing. There, there's a phrase that I heard that stuck with me for all, you know, ever since I heard this phrase and it was a Grant Cardone phrase. All right. And most people know, like, Grant Cardone is the guy that I look up to a lot. So his phrase was, if you can, if you can help other people and give back, give back more than accept and take, you'll be the wealthiest individual in the world. And ever since I heard that, 
I thought about it for weeks, months. And I thought about it for a second. I was like, it's so true because if I help Bob, Bob will be more likely to be on my team and Bob will want to help me on my team and get me my goals because I helped him get his. And he, now he's ant. Now he wants to get more done. And that's what changed with this topic. And a couple examples I can give you is uh, I, help, I help my friends a lot. So there's a couple of people I'm going to put their names on here and, and put all their business out on here. But there's a couple of people that I realized that I, you know, I started doing things for them, right? Um, they needed help. Uh, my one friend called me and was like, hey, man, I left my wallet. Uh, you know, if you have a hundred dollars, you can lend me. And, you know, and I wasn't, and I, I wasn't expecting to get anything back. I just did it because I'm like, all right, if I was in his shoes, I would want help too. Right. And it's, and I knew in the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, I have the money. Everything's good. I don't need it right now. Um, and he'll get it back to me as soon as he gets back on his feet in the next month or so, or in the next couple of weeks. So I ended up doing it, and before I even did it, he was like, hey, he's like, you already know I'll give you some interest on it, and I'll give you some money in return for it. So I'm like, all right, so, and that's what I mean. Like, I did something nice for him, and in return, he, he, he thought in his mind he had to do something in return for me. But I didn't ask him for it. I didn't do anything. He just did it for me. And he's just like, hey, man, he's like, I got you. Don't worry about it. Another example I can give you, and like, you know, you know, a whole list of stuff that I could give you. But for this one, it was my friend needed assistance basically with, um, he needed like advice, I think on something where he, I think he was trying to get, uh, some girl trouble or whatever. So I was trying to give him some outside advice. And so I took him, I took him to, you know, we, we hung out or whatever and took him to a spot and we start talking about things. And I'm like, um, we were like talking about a bunch of different things and he, and he basically tells me that, uh, he's like, you know, like I kind of, like, I kind of know what I need to do, but he's like, I just need you to kind of confirm it. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, like, I'm like, I know, you know, the answer, right? I'm like, I know, you know, the answer. And I'm like, look, man, I can't, I can't judge you. I've done some pretty stupid stuff myself in, in relationships. And I'm like, um, it's, it, it is always hard when you're physically in the relationship. It's not easy to see because you can't, you, you're not on the outside. You can't see what's going on the outside. You're kind of stuck in it. And it's really hard for you to see the outside of the, of what's going on in that relationship. And I was like, so you tend to hold on and hold on and hold on. And I'm like, but most of the time, you know, the answer, you know, you should not do it anymore. You should break up. You should end it. And he was like, you know, you're right. And after that, I, uh, you know, he gave me something else in return, right? He, he did something else where he, he helped me out when I was down, right? So it wasn't like he gave me any, like any physical product or he gave me money, but when, since I gave him my time, he was more willing to give me his time when I needed his time. So it was a trade of value of just talking to one another, right? Uh, this can happen with family too. So I've done it before with family where um, I helped someone out with, uh, I helped someone, I helped someone out by just listening to them and like, kind of like the same situation with my friend. And, um, I actually created more relationships with my, with my relatives. Right. I actually have, uh, you know, my, my uncle would call me and be like, Hey, how, how's the business going? How's this going? And it's because 
we started talking more, right? And it's just because like I traded my time to go and talk to him and actually show him that I care and do and do certain things. And it came back as a reward where since I showed him like I care about them, I'm giving them some time. Now they call me once in a while and they go, hey, how's it going? How's this going? I see you're winning some awards over in Toastmasters. You're doing this. It's really cool. And now they're giving me their time, right? So it, do, it doesn't have to be something in return, meaning like money. It could be stuff like time, like someone's giving you more time back. Uh, someone just wants to help you out and do something nice for you. But the whole point of this topic, how to get what you want in life, you have to, you have to understand the person that's in front of you and be like, okay, this is what they want. I got to give them what they want, and they'll be more likely to give me what I want in return. And that's what I'm talking about. And like I said, it could be money, it could be time, it could be uh, a friendship, it could be reuniting with your family, it, it could be anything. Like, you know, we consider uh, value money, right, or currency, but currency could be a lot of different things. Currency could be love, currency could be uh, happiness, uh, it could be time, it could be, which by the way, money, you know, time is money, so that's a, that's a type of currency. But the point being is that it comes in all types of different ways and you don't really realize that until you start applying what I'm telling you where it's like you got to start giving things to other people. Like I'm telling you that's the, that's the fastest way you promote into a company or in, in, in the company that you're in right now. You want to get promoted fast. Stop doing things for yourself within that organization and start doing things for everyone around you and start doing things for your boss and watch what happens. I had this lady – at Toastmasters yesterday, and she came to me, and she was like, um, you know, it's kind of funny, like, the person I was working for wanted me to leave and didn't want me to work there anymore, and now she's like, because I don't say anything, I don't argue with her, I don't say anything, she's just like, hey, I need someone to do this, I step up and I do it, she's like, now she just gives me all the work, and she's like, I went from not never having any work to having a lot of work, and so... She, um, and I told her, I was like, yeah, it's cause you implied the, you know, the rule that I'm telling you right now, uh, you're basically doing what everyone else does not want to do. You're not putting yourself first. You're putting them first. And since you're not complaining, you're not opening your mouth and saying, Hey, I don't want to do that. You're saying, Hey, yeah, I welcome all that. And if I don't know it, I'll learn it. And so they're passing it on to you. And since, you know, everyone else is giving them a hard time, everyone else is arguing with them. I don't want to do that. You're stepping up, and they appreciate that. And they're like, hey, this, this person's an asset to this company. This person wants to learn. This person wants to grow. This person doesn't give me shit when I ask them to do stuff. And that's the, that's the mindset that I'm trying to tell you to inherit it or inherit that mindset, right? So that's what I'm trying to get at is you got to start doing things for other people to get what you want in return. It sounds simple. It's, it's actually really difficult because – by nature, you want to, you, you want something, you want to win. You want to win. Everyone's very, um, what's the word I want to say? Uh, competitive. Everyone's really competitive, but, and, and you want to get something and you feel like if you don't get anything in return, you lost time, you lost your value, you lost in the end, but it always ends up coming back. Maybe, maybe you do do something for someone. Let's say, uh, you give your time to someone and they don't give you anything back. It doesn't mean you didn't win. What it means is that it might take a little bit more time to get what you want or the favor could come back in the future. Meaning, you know, maybe they don't, they don't return the favor right now, 
but later on, a week from now, a month from now, something happens where you despe desperately need them to help you out, and guess what? They'll help you out because you sacrifice yourself to help that person out. What's up, Steven? But, that, but that's what I'm trying to say is you got to start giving things to other people, and those people will give you what you want in return. And, that, and I'm telling you, it's, it, it really is a game changer. It, it really does change your life when you start applying that because most people don't want to do that. I'm telling you, most people think they're losing when they, when they start doing things for other people and they start trying to go out of their way and, and, and help the person get what they want. And I'm telling you, that's, that's, the, big, that's the, big, uh, the big mess up from a lot of people. That, that's how you get promoted fast. That's how you get what you want. So you get more time back. So you get more money in your pocket. So you get everything. That's actually, by the way, a business rule. That, that, that's a business rule, right? Uh, if you want more business, you can't, you can't just go out and, and, and do something for that customer because you want something in return. You have to go out there and do something for the customer. And if you do, you know, do what that customer wants, you do something where that customer feels like there's value, the customer in return will give you money or they'll give you something else, maybe a reference, something else, right? Something in return. So that's, it's the same mindset. It's just more of a business, per, uh, you know, a business perspective on it. So that's how to get what you want in life. That's the topic we just went over. Now I'm going to go into done deal investments and then we're going to wrap it up. So for anyone that doesn't know, my name is Tyler Dunn. I own a company called Dunn Deal Investments LLC where the deal is already done. Now this business helps distressed sellers. So anyone that financially can't sustain their property and I put an investor on the deal. So the investor buys the property from the distressed seller, helps that distressed seller out, and the investor makes money on the deal because they're going to flip it, they're going to put it on, on the market, and they're going to try to go for full market value. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over a couple different problems where you'd want to use done deal investments, and then I'm going to go over the three steps to financial freedom, which are going to be the, the three steps to basically getting, um, getting us the investor, getting the deal going, and getting you out of the financial situation. So... The first couple of things would be pre-foreclosure. Pre-foreclosure is just when you owe too much money to a bank. Um, well, you don't owe too much money, but, well, I guess you kind of do because you can't pay for it, right? So you end up going and getting a mortgage, right? And you end up falling behind on the payments, and you're behind, so now the bank, by law, can repossess that property. That's where you'd want Dundee Investments to come in because what we can do is we'll buy the property, pay off the mortgage, and then we'll go ahead and, and get you into a new property where you can afford it. Now there's also other ways where we can go about it where we'd have to go through a different company and uh, I could recommend you or reference you over there, but I'm pretty sure what they would do is they would go and buy out the debt, you would rent from them, and, by the, and then by the time you hit the end, you would basically rent to own. So that's one way that you could also do it if you didn't want to leave your property. But with Dundee Investments right now, I can't, I can't do that. I can reference you to someone else that would be able to do that if you did want to stay in your property. But right now, Dundee Investments can just basically buy your property out uh, with an investor and then get you into another property. Now, so that's pre-foreclosure. Now we have job transfers, which uh, are very simple. It's where you go and find opportunity in another city, another state, maybe another country, and you have to move within the next week or two and sell that property fast, where a real estate agent would probably take a little bit longer and wouldn't be able to sell it fast. That's where Dundee Investments would come in and sell your house fast, quick cash offer, and you go to uh, where your, job, your new job opportunity is. 
the other one would be uh, divorce people. And for some reason, people get kind of like antsy when I talk about the divorce one. But, um, you know, in the United States, we're at a 48% divorce rate. So the tricky part is, I, in, at least in Florida, I know it's a 50-50 state. Other states might not be 50-50, but in Florida, it's a 50-50 state. So you have to split normally everything down the middle. You obviously can't split a property down the middle, but you can split the profits down the middle. So what you would have to do with Dundee Investments is we would go and sell it to the investor and then you would split the 50-50 profit of, of the sale with that significant other that, that you're going through the divorce with. Now, the other one would be if you inherited a property. Now, this one is pretty self-explanatory and most of the time with this one, is there it's only an elderly person that dies from you know natural cause and they have to you're in their will so you get the house or the property and you probably already have your own property and you're kind of telling yourself like all right I just kind of want the money from the property I don't I don't want to I don't want to have to manage a property I don't want to have all this extra work so what you could do is and most of the time too since it's an elderly person they don't really take care of the maintenance on the property so things are outdated, you, you know, your water heater might be really old, uh, your utensils and, um, or appliances, I mean, would be kind of, you know, old and, and maybe you don't want to replace anything. So you, you're not going to end up putting this up for full market value anyways, uh, or you're not going to get a lot for it. So you could sell it to done deal investments as is, and we would just sell it really quick and you'd be able to get some profit from the equity of the home or the property. We could also do... Um, foreclosure, which foreclosure is just, you know, obviously probably thinking to yourself, <clears throat> you're probably thinking to yourself, well, he's talking about pre-foreclosure, but it's talking about foreclosure. The reason I'm bringing this up is if you know anyone that has like a small bank, they tend to, the house becomes a liability once no one's living in there anymore. So what happens is, and they normally trash it. So if you foreclose someone, they normally trash the property, rip everything out. They take everything just because they're mad because, you know, they lost all their money and you screwed their credit and all this other stuff and they're pissed. So they end up trashing the property. And this is where Dundee Investments can go and help that bank by just buying it with an investor. And we would cut the loss basically of that liability for that small bank. So that's, if you know anyone that owns a small bank or has, you know, is really high up in, in ranks in a small bank and they just have a lot of liabilities they want to get rid of, Dundee Investments would be able to buy that stuff from them, fair cash offer with an investor really quick. So within a week. So that's, um, that's basically all of them. The last one I want to go over with you would be uh, if you don't want to use a real estate agent. Now this one is kind of interesting because I'm going to explain to you why using Dundee Investments might be better than using a real estate agent. So most people think when they hear about Dundee Investments, they think that it's a real estate broker or a real estate agency um, and we're realtors. We're not. We're investors. We're real estate investors. So basically the difference is with a real estate agent, they would put it on the market, right? And it might take them about a month, maybe a month and a half to sell your property depending on the condition and the market. With Dundee Investments, we don't do open houses. We don't wait and pray for clients. What we do is we already have preset investors. So when you come in and go, okay, I want to sell my property, I already have a buyer for you most likely. If I don't, I'm going to go and find you another buyer or another investor that wants to invest into the deal. So, which by the way, 
it, there's more there's more buyers. It's, it, it's what they call a buyer's market right now. So there's more buyers than sellers. So it's not hard to find you a investor, uh, even if we didn't have someone on our list. But that's the big difference is we already have preset investors. So we're not doing an open house. We're not, you don't have to take days off from your property. You don't have to say, hey, um, I need off from my job for a couple of days. And what's up, Edwin? And we don't, you know, we don't do any of that stuff. We just basically take pictures of your property, come up with the estimates and the cost for the investor, and we send all this through email. So that's how we get done quick and sell your property within in a week. That, you know, that's, that's what makes us different. Now, the other thing that's really different from a real estate investor compared to a real estate agent is that the agent's going to try to get you on commission fees when you sell your property. So it's, and they're normally high commission rates. So I think the average is about 6%. Some of them can be a lot more than 6%, but what, what's happening is they have to, the real estate agent normally works for a broker and they have to pay all these third party people. So they have to, they have to rank up high commission fees. With done deal investments, we don't even charge the seller. The person that's in the distress or crisis situation, we get our money from the investor. So we get our commission from the investor, which we call a finder's fee. Now, you're probably asking yourself, well, why would the investor, would why would he want to give done deal investments money? Well, because we put the deal together, we got the seller and the investor together, we um, we and we're giving him the deal and he's going to make money on the deal. So he's going to basically pay done deal investments for, for setting that deal up for him, for him to make money. That's, that's the big difference. So if you're wondering, you know, that, that's the big difference. Cause I get that all the time where people are like, hey, well, are you a real estate agent? No, we're not. We're an, a real estate investor. We're an investing company in real estate. So it's, it, it's a big difference. That's the big difference. Cause most people get confused. Now I'm going to go over the three steps to financial freedom. The first step is you have to contact. So this is the process that we would have to go through if you wanted to, if you wanted to do business with Dundee Investments. So the first step is you have to contact Dundee Investments. Uh, you could do it through email, our website. You could call me. You could text. You could go on any of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, but it, that's all in the Facebook description because Instagram, you know, I never, I never really get this on Instagram only for the fact that uh, it, um, the feed cuts out. So it's always on Facebook that you're going to, you're probably going to hear about done deal investments or on YouTube or something, but I'm always going to have information on the, in the descriptions for you guys for that stuff. So whatever way you feel comfortable, I do prefer a phone call, but if you are going to call, please understand that you're probably going to get my voicemail depending on the day you're calling because I work a full-time job right now on top of doing all this stuff. Excuse me. So I, um, I can't use my phone at the full-time job. I can't answer phone calls. I can't, I can't use the phone period at that job or I get ridden up. So what happens is I have to return your phone call. Most people do not like leaving voicemails, but I highly recommend if you're going to call, please leave a voicemail and just give me a detailed description of what your problem is that you need to be solved and, and what you really need from Dundee Investments or your questions and I'll give you a call right back as soon as I'm out of that full-time position or at that job. I'll give you, I'll give you a call right back and I'll try to answer any questions you have and I'll try to do the best I possibly can uh, to um, get back to you as fast as possible, okay? So just make sure you leave a voicemail because I get a lot of calls and I don't know if it's a solicitor or if it's just someone that 
wanted to call and they're mad because they have to leave a voicemail, but please leave a voicemail. Now, the second step is now what happens is once we, uh, once, once we get some questions answered on your part from the phone call or from whatever way you're communicating with Dundee Investments, and the questions, by the way, are really simple. It's just what problem are you trying to solve and what condition is your property in? So some basic questions. And then from there, we're going into step two. So step two is we then have to set up an appointment for us to come to your property. We do what I call a walkthrough where we take five pictures inside your property and five outside. So a total of 10 pictures minimum. And then what we do is we write down anything that's a cost to that investor. So I'll go through and I'll say, okay, we have roof damage. We have to fix your pool. We have to fix your driveway and mold. You know, whatever it is that's going to be a cost to that investor, I have to jot down and get an estimate for. And once we collect all this data, I then send it out through email through our investors list. And they're going to respond and say, okay, I want to be a part of this deal. So once we get the investor, which should, you know, it's really quick. It's not, it's not a long process. It takes about a week for us to sell your property. With a real estate agent, it's probably going to take about a month, maybe a month and a half, could be even longer, depending on the real estate agent and the market and the condition of the property. So a couple of things that go into it. Now, from this point, now we're going into a little bit, still into step two, but really into step three. So what's going to happen from here is once I try to find you an investor, I get the investor on the deal. I have to run what I call running comps, which is I have to find, you know, your market could be different than... Uh, someone in a different neighborhood. So what I have to do is I have to find the average price of your house, what the average price is, or the worth of your house, or the value. And how I do this is I take three houses that are as close to that property as I possibly can find on the market that I've sold in the recent, uh, the recent month. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to average that out. So now we have the average price up here. I'm going to deduct the cost of what the investor you know, what the investor has to take on onto that deal. And down here is the price that we will negotiate on. So after all that, um, after I get the average price, I deduct what the cost for the investor is going to be. At that bottom price is what we're going to negotiate on. Once we come to an agreement on the, um, the price, right, on that negotiation and the terms. So if you need to stay on the property for another three weeks, you need to uh, do X, Y, and Z before you can move. All this will be put in the contract. So this way the seller the investor and done deal investments are all on the same page before anyone signs anything. They, everyone's going to read it. All right. Everyone's going to be on the same page. My job with done deal investments, by the way, is to make sure that the seller is on the same page with the investor and vice versa. The investor is on the same page with the seller. So that's my main job. Now from this point, what's going to happen is once everything is done, it's in writing, the seller will sign the contract. I'll sign it for done deal investments and the investor will sign the contract uh, for that, that company for that investor. Now at this point, the, the deal is done, right? It's a, it's a done deal at this point. So what's going to happen is the seller is going to get the cash offer that was negotiated and agreed upon. And the investor is going to live up to the terms that are on that contract. And the investor, the seller is then going to be able to go and buy another property and try to get into something they can more afford if they want to buy. Now, if you're going to rent, it might be, and you're thinking about maybe renting, it might be better if you do want to stay in that property for me to go and reference you to the other company, which is someone that I know where they can basically keep you in that property and you could just basically rent 
until you eventually buy out the debt that you have. So that might be another option for you. Uh, but you know, once we get to that point, talk about that. Now, with uh, now the investor is obviously gonna want to do this because he's going to flip the property. He's going to sell it on the market for full market value, and he's going to make a profit off of the deal. Now, done deal investments is going to get paid by the investor, not the seller. So this is where a lot of people get kind of confused, and they're like, well, why, then, why would the investor pay done deal investments and not the seller? I've had real estate agents that I've talked about, uh, talked about this before with, and they go, why would the investor want to pay you and not the seller? And, I, and I'm like, well, it's very, very simple. It's because I'm making the investor money and I'm giving him the deal. So he's paying me for the deal. And, and like some people are still kind of confused like when I explain that. But it's, it's really simple. I think people overthink about it or over-exaggerate or overthink it. But um, the investor pays Dundee Investments the commission fee, not the seller, because when the investor goes on the market and sells it for full market value, he is making money off of it. Right, so he's going to pay done deal investments for that. So seller doesn't have to worry about paying done deal investments, nothing. And that's the cool part. Now, let's say the seller did want to continue, done deal investments would be responsible to help give them other resources, so third-party vendors that could help them out. So if they want a realist, you know, they need a real estate agent. I know a lot of them that would definitely appreciate the business. Um, home inspectors, financing any of that stuff, we would try to help you out and give you some third-party resources or um, people that I would personally know where I can help you out and get you into something else and whatever you need. So from that point, what I want to do with Dundee Investments is, is really expand it and try to get different things on it. So I want to get all that stuff I listed, excuse me, but with Dundee Investments being the owner of all that stuff. So I want to become a real estate agent. I want to become a brokerage. I want to get financing on done deal investments. I want to do home inspections. I want to get, you know, all the licensing, all the different things on, but I want it to be an all-in-one, one-stop uh, shop type of thing where you don't have to go to three different companies or four different companies and all the companies work together as a unit. But even if you just wanted to use one resource, you just wanted to get a home inspected or you just want to go and get a real estate agent to look at deals. All this stuff would be available to you in done deal investments. And that's what I want to get this company built up to, uh, which will take time. It's going to take time. It's going to take courses. It's going to take passing tests for, you know, state tests or tests. And I'm talking to a friend right now who's doing a real estate course and he's telling me stuff that he's learning. And he's basically like, all right, like, like what they've taught me so far is you have to take this test that leads you into the next test that leads you into this test and, and so on and so forth. So I'm letting him go through it, uh, especially with the real because I, that's, I'm going to, I know I was talking before about doing home inspections first, but what I'm going to actually do is go into the real estate and get a real estate license first, just because the information would be useful. Um, and it just makes more sense to do it that way rather than going and doing home inspections when the real estate license would be more of a niche that I'm, I'm in right now. So I might as well just get some more information on the markets, uh, get some licensing, get different things or resources that will help Dundee Investments as it is right now. So that's probably, I'm going to actually probably change that and start doing that rather than going right into home inspection. So it's something that I'm learning about right now. So 
that is probably the next thing I'm going to try to add on or get, you know, maybe get into is like the realist, the actual like agency parts and brokerage and stuff like that. So that's what I'm working on. So that's something, that's a goal. That's a, you know, that's a big goal <laughs> that I'm working on, but up to you guys as things go on. So I think that's basically everything. Went over the two topics, went over some of the updates, went over done deal investments and I don't think I have anything, but if you want to be a co-host on the show real quick, if you want to be a co-host and you want to do something how like Steven was on here, uh, I've had Steven, I've had Dr. Daniels, I've had Sterling on here twice. I've, I'm trying to, I'm pretty sure I had, I had Fabrizio on here, Fabrizio, and I want to say it's David, kind of forgot, um, kind of forgot the person's name. I'm trying to like, you know, put a face to the, the name real quick, but pretty sure it was David. Uh, but I had Fabrizio on here twice. So I had a couple of people on here and I'm constantly trying to expand there. Now there's a couple of people I'm going to reach out to probably right after this. I actually want to reach out to Edwin who's actually joined here, but I want to reach out. To, there's a couple of people that I really want to get on the show and there's other people that I kind of want to get on the show, but if they take their time to get on the show, they take their time. There's really some few individuals that I really want to get on the show. So I'm working on that for you guys, the co-host. But if you do want to be a co-host, maybe you're someone that just passes by and you're like, hey, I've seen, I've seen um, Steven on your show and uh, you know, it's, it seems really interesting and I want to be able to talk about what, uh, an opinion and have a voice. That's, you know, hit me up, reach out to me on my personal, try to do my personal channel. Try not to do on like Dundee Investments or anything like that. I try to keep it all in, 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 in what you're trying to apply for. So reach out to me on my personal uh, in you know personal stuff, I'd say Facebook. It, Facebook's probably the best way to do it because I'm on Facebook out of all the platforms, and I just like Facebook better as as a social media platform overall. So I tend to go on Facebook a lot, a lot more. So reach out to me on Facebook, personal Facebook, and we'll work something out. So before I wrap it up, too, just remember we have our Podbean platform. So that's goals and updates.podbean.com. If you want to listen to the old episodes of Goals and Updates, show some support. Uh, we need your help to fund the show, right? So that's Patreon support. So that's patreon.com slash goals and updates. We have a $1 membership. So, and like I and like I had when I had Steven on here, $1, I mean, everyone has $1 to spare, right? $1 to spare. And it's not like it's going, it's going to some, you know, charity that you don't really know what's going on. It's going right to this show, this show that you're, you're passing by every single day. So we need help. We need donations. Um, and that's what, and that's basically a membership where you just sign up for a dollar. Now, if you want to wait, I'm going to work on getting some merchandise and I'm going to try to do some different memberships. So the $1 right now is just $1. But we're going to have a $5 one. We're going to have a $10 one. And I'm going to try to send some different merchandise out for each one and get, you know, make them a little bit more exciting uh, for those. So that's that. And we're trying to get on different platforms right now, too. I'm trying to work on YouTube as best as I can. Right now, I'm trying to focus on one thing at a time just because I don't have a lot of time to spare. So my main goal is to catch up Podbean, work on YouTube, and then work on the RSS feed. But I mean, I can do the RSS feed as I'm doing YouTube because it just uploads everything to those platforms. So I'll update you guys on that as we go. Show some support on Patreon. Uh, go back to Podbeam for the old episodes of Goals and Updates. I appreciate everyone that came out. 
I'll see you guys Monday, unless we somehow have another co-host. I don't think I'm going to have a co-host you know, for the rest of this week, but um, we'll see you Monday. So every Monday and Wednesday at 7.30, remember, we go live and then we post. So see you guys Monday at 7.30 sharp. This has been episode 107 of Goals and Updates with Tyler Dunn from Dunn Deal Investments, LLC, where the deal is already done. Peace.
but yeah, I understand what you're saying. And the thing with like breakups and stuff, I think that's kind of, that's the big thing I think with a lot of people is they get caught up in, in the relationship, they break yeah. up and then that causes a lot of depression. That's, it that's does. what happened to me. That's what changed my life mm-hmm. was my first relationship yeah, and all man. the struggles that I went through. And that's when I, you know, I, I had to fix myself. I went, I, yeah. I did the same thing what you're saying, where I went to a really bad, uh, despite or, um, spiral down mm-hmm. where I was in depression and I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. Yeah. And like you said, once I started putting myself in different opportunity type situations, yeah, yeah, yeah. hustling more, uh, surrounding myself with uh, better people that were uh, more motivated to get themselves together. Yeah. That's what changed my life too. And that's, you know, that's what actually kind of pushed me to do the show too a lot. Too, yeah, man. That? For sure. For sure. Make sure you surround yourself with the right people. That's another big thing too. You know, it's, it's, you know, like you said, you know, sometimes you become who, you know, you hang out with, stuff like that. You know, it, it's not always the case. It's, I mean, personally, I think, you know, everyone's an individual and who allows it, allows it, and who doesn't, does it. You know, you could still do your thing and hang out with other people. Just, you know, keep your mind, your, your mind focused on the goal, you know, at the end of the day, you mm-hmm. know. You know, I know a couple of uh, bummy guys over at Dunkin' Donuts, you know, I'll go, I'll, you know, have a cup of coffee, I'll talk, shoot the shit with them, you know, and they... You know, they like live outside, whatever. But you know, I, I I talk to them. I treat them, you know, like you know, like they're you know, like me. You know, yeah. I don't treat them any different. You know, it's it's you know, I, I'm not involved with them. I'm not I'm not acting like them. Am I am I over there just you know being a fucking bum? No, I'm just I'm just shooting the shit. You know, yeah. Some friends, you know, do influence me, and some friends, I'm like, no, don't do that. And, <laughs> and you know, I'm the voice of reason for them sometimes. You know, like no, don't fight. Like yeah. no, we're not doing this. And you know it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. Like, yeah. it's, uh, but yeah, that's what I realized, too, is you have a, you'll have a better opportunity or a better chance of getting along with other people if you just, if you're just yourself, and you just treat people like so you're just respect people. respect everyone, you know, I hate yeah. the whole, I hate the whole, you need to give respect to earn respect. Just fucking give everybody respect. Just, just, just look at everybody the same. I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, this, that. I don't care what your religion is. I don't care if you're tall or short. I don't care, you know, if you have a disability. I don't care. Like, to me, you're still a person at the end of the day. You know, I treat everyone equally. You have to. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's fucked up. Society and government really changed that. You know, religion changed that. You know, like, money changed that, and everyone's a battle with each other as opposed to just, dude, like, let's just all fucking just be people and, like, help each other out and live. And, you know, mm-hmm. people want to disagree and argue that statement, but, you know, it's, it's which is shitty, but, you know, it's, it's, it's just, you know, it sucks. I wish we could all be like a whole, you know, that's the thing. So we, the the thing is like, we really are. It's just certain people tend to, certain people tend to bend a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. A lot, well, a lot of people, you know, and especially, you know, and this is going for like other countries too. Like the fact that we're at war and like, you know, we have problems with them. I mean, dude, any of these countries, including ours could open a button. I mean, from what we see in movies, who knows how the fuck it really goes, but can, Oh, I'm open the box, press the button, and detonate, and fucking watch Rocket. You know, I mean, at any time, this shit can happen any time. And yeah. you know, it's it's, you know, you don't. There's no reason for it. You know, it's it's. Well, I mean, there's I, a reason I, for I, it, yeah, of course. No, but, but I was gonna say I could shed some light on that because <laughs> if if you could open up, let's say it is like that, which I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure there it is. I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure, yeah. like we're we're very tech. Our government's more has more tech than us. Yeah. Civilians. Yeah. So I'm almost positive they'd have a button to be able to do that. Yeah. But the point being is that let's say they could just open up a box and press a button yeah. and like nuke someone. Yeah. Right? Isn't it kind of crazy how it hasn't happened in centuries? Uh, oh yeah. 
I mean, so what that happened just, in World War II, I mean, you know. Right, like, but I'm just know. saying, so that just goes to show that even if people don't agree with each other, yeah, they can live in a society where That's what together. I'm saying, like, you know, look at... Isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah. But most people don't look crazy, at it like that. Most people... They're prepared for it, yet. They don't, right. They really they, they don't. They don't have to do it. <laughs> it hasn't happened. They don't have to do it. Like, yeah. it hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying is most people focus on the negative rather than the positive. And that's yeah. something where... He took a negative and we flipped it into a positive, like literally into a positive yeah, yeah, statement. Yeah, you have to. Or like a message behind it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think like, I, I honestly really think like people don't look at it like that. They're just like, oh, like well, this yeah. person got killed or this person yeah. ran a red light and killed this person. But look at all the look at all the good stuff that happened afterwards. Yeah. You know, or well, I mean, it brought these people together. Yeah. This thing, it formed an organization that, that now is helping thousands or millions yeah. of people. It's shitty, though. You, you know, know, unfortunately, some, some though, unfortunate things itself, happen for good things to come yeah. out. But, you know, which is the unfortunate thing. Well, that's the other thing, happens. too, is you have to have bad in order to have good. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, it's for like sure. a cycle. It's like a yeah. life cycle where yeah. there has to be some type of bad or negative in order for you to have a positive yeah. outcome or um, positive things. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Which no, is kind of crazy yeah. to look at it. It's also kind of flipping things upside yeah. down. Yeah. But yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I just really don't think a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, look at things like that. They kind of tend to be like, oh, like I had this, um, I had a speech because uh, I do Toastmasters. Do yeah. you know what that is? No. So Toastmasters is a club where, um, it's almost think of it as like if you went and did like a late night comedy session, mm-hmm. right? You go to some random comedy club and you're in front of an audience and you're up there doing live stand up comedy. Okay. It's basically what I'm doing, but we go to a Denny's in Fort Lauderdale and we have guests that come oh, in. So you like tag. Yeah. Okay. So they have guests that come in and I literally do public speaking for six and a half to seven and a half minutes and I have control over what I want to talk about yeah. for six and a half to seven and a half minutes. Yeah. So it's almost like podcasting, but it's literally you're in front of a live like audience. Live, yeah. So, and obviously it's not like massive audiences, but you're, you're speaking to random people. I don't yeah, know who any, yeah. like, I know most of the members there, but I don't know the guests that come in or anything. Mm-hmm. You're, you're doing speeches and you're up there and you're presenting things. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's, but like to a certain extent, but it's kind of, it's really interesting because you don't pick the people. Yeah. I don't know them. They can come up to me yeah. after, talk to me about the topics I talked about. Um, I did one, the last one I did was uh, the three groups that take all your money. Okay. So it was government, banks, and Wall Street. Okay. And what I did was I used the board behind me. That's why I actually bought the board. I wrote down every single, um, like, three little bullet points on each one and tied it up at the end. And I was like, well, it's taxes, inflation, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, interest. Okay. That's how they all kind of tied it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was crazy because we had a lot of guests that night. And I had people that evaluated me, and they're like, "Like I'm always impressed when you come up here and you talk." And like, I won best speaker for that night too. But it, it was kind of funny. It was just, but it gives you, it helps you with this stuff. Yeah, this stuff yeah, is yeah, nothing yeah. compared to that because yeah. you're literally facing an audience, yeah. and you're going off of what their facial expressions are and yeah. what they're yeah. saying. So, yeah. and and you know, like I, I don't know how they're gonna they're, they're gonna judge me or whatever. Like it's. Most of those people I don't think would agree with me politically. So it's yeah, one of those things where okay, some though. of the stuff that I'm probably talking about, government or whatever, yeah. they're probably not going to agree with me. So that's why it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, live, live debates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's why it's interesting. So like, I, try to, I try to step out my comfort zone mm-hmm. when I go and do speeches there, but I also try to make it so it's reasonable because obviously yeah. I don't want to be all the way out here yeah. and someone's not with me on the same page. Like, it has to be structured enough where they're with me 
but like they can understand how I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? For sure. For That's sure. What, they like the podcast. Podcast yeah. is the same thing. Yeah, okay. But uh yeah, so if you want to do that, let me know. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm doing that tonight at six uh, <laughs> well it's at seven, so I'm doing okay. that tonight. Okay. But uh yeah. You can go as a guest. Okay. You just cool. go, look, pay attention. Yeah. And then if you want to sign up, you sign up. It's cool. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. That's pretty dope. I mean, it, helps with your, it helps you with the speaking part. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. the biggest like problem, yeah, the biggest problem which they'll help you out is um, they'll, they'll have different helpers. Yeah. So each person, there'll be an ah counter, which will ding a bell if you're saying ums, ahs, any conjunction oh, words. Oh, okay. they really. Yeah, they'll okay. time you and they'll put like a little um, a light on. So green when you hit a certain time, yellow, red, so yeah. traffic light. So everything's structured better. Mm-hmm. So they really get you good. They yeah, get you like that's, so, pretty, that's cool though. That's cool. They yeah, interact you. They help you. Yeah, that's really good. Good for a resume. Yeah. Oh, is really. Oh yeah. Oh, that's dope. That's think, dope. Of, think of how many people really don't do public speaking as a skill. I mean, yeah. People I mean, hate it. A lot of people hate it. Ever ever gone to college and you had to do a present, a PowerPoint presentation, and you're like, "Hey, who wants to go first? No one raises their hands. Hell Maybe no, one man. person. Hell no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna go last. I'm gonna go last. See, I, I hate go going last. And then like I go last, and, and I'm sucks. like, "Fuck, man. Why'd I go last? Why'd I go last? <laughs> yeah. I just like got it done and over with like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, I hated going last. My method for public speaking in college was. All right, I don't want to really go first. I want to see how the audience reacts to the first yeah, person. You wanna, you wanna I kind of want to go second or third. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't want to go last or anywhere close to last because your nerves build up. Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, it's anticipation. I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> so I don't want to well, do that. Like, you're like, fuck, it's my turn. But I also realized once you stepped up and you started talking, everything flowed. You yeah. got more comfortable, yeah. natural. And that's what that's what this does. Like, at first, you're like, oh, yeah, oh shit, man. Like, I... Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the fuck to say to these people. <laughs> it's literally what you're doing. You're just going up there almost with a mic and you're yeah. just like, you're talking about stuff. And yeah. these people don't know what you're going to be talking about. It's not like you coach these people on what you're talking about. You're just talking about it. Yeah. 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 So, um, so it's kind of interesting. And then they have competitions too, where you can literally go and, and compete international. So like, oh, wow. this club is an inter- international club where they'll have it in Puerto Rico. They'll have it in Cuba. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's a big club. Toastmasters. <laughs> That's dope. So, but uh, I'm right now. I'm in charge of uh, public relations, so vice president of public relations. So I try okay. to do their media, social media. Okay. So my job is to try to in, you know influence people to go, yeah, yeah market yeah. a little bit. That's what's up. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's cool. So that's what I try to do right now. I'm trying that's to get Stephen cool. to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's but what's uh, up. but yeah. So I mean, it's interesting. And the cool thing is, you don't have to do anything. You just go as a guest, and you just be like, hey, I just want to see what the club's all about. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. See like how it works, how everything flows. Yeah. And then you just decide, and you can come back as many times as you want as a guest. Yeah, that's pretty dope. That's yeah, awesome. and it's cheap. It's not not expensive. I think I don't know if they changed it, but when I did it, it's six. They collect dues, obviously, because it's a club, yeah. and that's how they're funding certain things. So it's I believe it's sixty five dollars for three months. Okay, which is not bad. So that's what like uh, yeah, twenty five dollars a month, basically. Yeah. And they'll work with you too. Like, let's say you didn't have sixty-five, they'll work with you. Where you could probably do payments or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll work with you. Um, and at the same time, uh, now I think they do do like a first-time member fee, where it's probably like another twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, eighty-five for the first one, and <clears> then it's sixty-five over three months. Yeah. But it's definitely worth it. Like I'm telling you, like you put that on your resume, you're definitely standing out over other people because. Yeah. When they're trying to hire people, they're looking for leaders. They're not looking for people that are just going to sit by the desk and just work. Correct. They want people to be, you know, in a in the organization, contribute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step up, lead, take management roles. Yeah. Most people don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's that's my saying on it. But 
Uh, what else do you want to talk about? How long do you want to keep doing this for? Um, your call, man. I mean, how much time do you have? I mean, I got whatever. <laughs> All right, so we'll try to we'll try to get it to thirty minutes. And we'll stop. Okay, so that cool. would be like I think the other one we did what like an hour and thirty or something like that. I think so. So <laughs> we'll have almost like a two hour cliff. I did one time. I did three hours with Fabrizio. Oh wow! Easy. Yeah. I lost track of time. I was just like we're going back and forth. He was independent on a lot of things too, but that's what I'm saying. I have, I, I'm telling you, I have more, like, better, I have better conversations with people that are independent than I do with Republican or Democrat. Oh, yeah. And the reason is, I really think is because they're so far in their positions. Mm-hmm. They can't see the other point of view. Yeah. They can't get that 360 Way. point. They're, they're stuck in a 180 yeah, perspective. Yeah, yeah, And I try, and it's funny when you explain that to certain people because <laughs> they just freak out. They're like... Like, who are you to tell me that you're right and I'm wrong? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I just like, look, like, I'm just trying to tell you my honest opinion on it. Like, I, I don't know if I'm 100% right. I don't think anyone knows they're 100% right. But the whole point of having a debate or discussion is so that you're not too far in one point. You're trying to yeah. get everyone's input. Yeah. And you can literally go, oh, I never thought about that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's what I have all the time. Even when I'm talking to people that are very Democrat, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, crazy, yeah. you know? So that I mean that's my intake on it. I, I sit next to this one this one kid uh, who's like he said he's independent. Like I, yeah. and the funny thing is I try to if I'm having a conversation with someone sometimes you can kind of tell where they stand on certain situations. Yeah. And sometimes like automatically my brain wants to go okay he's probably like Republican because of this or he's probably Democrat because of that. And then what happens is then you start talking when you ask him, like you ask the person right when you get comfortable enough with yeah, it. Yeah. Obviously. Course. Like, I'm telling you, I, I wouldn't bring up politics unless – like hey, my, man, I'm Steve. What are you? Yeah. Well, my 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 thing in how to approach politics with people mm-hmm. is, like, I don't talk about it unless they talk to me about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, if they're talking to me thing. about it, they're probably a little bit more open-minded to talk about it. Yeah. And if I tell them my stance first before I ask them, they're going to be like, oh, okay, he's telling me straight up, like, he's this – I can tell them who I am. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I kind of approach it. That's, that's yeah. a, little, a little key keynote tip. But uh, And it normally works out for the best. Like, I've never had any issues with that so far. Yeah. I mean, I have issues. Like, sometimes when you're kind of putting your stance out there, and they're like, oh, they're like, oh shit. Like, like no. Like, F you. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I've, I've been telling you, I've, I've had – I went to a bar one time. This is the funniest thing that I like telling people. I went to a bar one time, sitting down, having a drink. It was over at um, – you know where Fat Cats is? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting down at the bar with my one friend. Smart. Yeah, having a drink, having a Jack and Coke. And this lady sits down next to me with her um, – she had a bulldog. She sits down with me. I start talking to her about, like, music, a bunch of different things. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, she starts talking about politics. Uh-oh. And I'm like, okay, we're talking, talking. And she go, and she said somewhere along the lines that she was a feminist. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm like, now this is the, this is the risky thing because I'm like, normally feminists are not too – are not too polite to conservatives. Yeah. As a bet, you know, like a, as a respectful way of putting it. So yeah. I'm like, I, I'm like, should I tell her? Like, she's telling me all these things. And like, I don't want her to think like, I don't want her to find out later on that I'm a conservative <coughs> and I'm just agreeing with her or something, you know, like I want to be respectful to her. So I'm like, should I say it? Should I not? And so she said something and I'm like, I'm like, listen, like I have no problem talking about this, Yeah. but I just want to be clear that like, I am conservative. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more to the right than left. So I consider myself conservative and I'm like, I, I have no problem with what you're saying. Yeah. Like, nothing at all. Like yeah. we're just having a drink. We're talking. I'm like, you're, you're a really nice person. 
I just don't want you to think like I'm in I'm in that category. I'm lying to you or anything. Like, I'm just trying to be honest. Yeah. With you. And she's like, like, I have my views, but I'm not yeah, thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she was like, she's like, oh no, she's like, trust me. She's like, you're, she's like, you're really cool. You're not like a lot of conservatives. Like, you'll sit here and listen yeah. to me and talk. And she's yeah. like, that's all. That's what. It, that's all I care about. I think you're more and, of an independent man. Yeah. I but like, but the funny thing is, like, I could see that. I just, I'm telling you, like, 95% is, like, yeah, over here. Yeah, no, but I, I feel like but I you're more see, open to listening. You know what they call that, though, like, when you're more kind of, like, independent, right? You'd what? be, like, more of, like, a libertarian. Ever okay. heard of that phrase no. or term? No. Libertarian is more, well, I guess I wouldn't be libertarian, but, because a libertarian is more of, like, they tend to lean a little bit more to the left, but they tend to gravitate towards the right on, okay. on pretty heated, or not yeah. heated, but, like, major debates, like, yeah. Uh, pro, like maybe like pro life, yeah, yeah, sure um, that, yeah. pro guns, Second yeah. Amendment, stuff like that. But they tend to like weed, drugs. They want all legal, like stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they yeah. tend to lean that way. Yeah, yeah. And but and that could be why. I mean, it would make sense. Like honestly, because like I was waiting for someone to kind of bring that up. Like, yeah, the whole independent <laughs> thing. Because like I had um, because it wouldn't make sense. Because like that's maybe why I get along more with independence than I do yeah, with like yeah, right yeah. or left. You know. It would make a lot of sense. Yeah. I was thinking about this for a long time. Like one time, I was like with You're myself. Welcome. Yeah, no, but I, I was waiting for someone to talk about it. But I, I put someone on the show and talk about it. But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's just funny because like I really, I, I, I do believe like it could be, it could be true. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard because you're trying to outweigh your beliefs. Yeah. At the same time, you're trying to grow. Yeah. In those beliefs. I mean, yeah. I mean, take 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 what you believe and, you know, rock with it, you know, and yeah, yeah. Uh, go with it, you know, until, you it's know. Like, it's just a title. I mean, it's yeah, really, it yeah. doesn't change who you are. Yeah, it doesn't it's change just, who you are as a person. It's just know? so, like, you can market. It's like, yeah. like a market title. You, I mean, it'll change how people might see you, but at the end of the day, yeah, you yeah. know who you are. Of course. Your friends know who you are. Your yeah. family knows who you are. I mean, like, it's like going back, fuck what people say. What my dad always taught me was, like, fuck. Fuck them. Like, fuck what they got to say. You know, that was one of the best life lessons my dad taught me is just, no, fuck them. Like, point blank. Like, stop giving a fuck about, like, what other people say about your shit. Like, you know, believe what you want to believe in, you know? Yeah. So. Well, the other thing, too, like, with that is, like, if you're, if you're so caught up in what other people think about you, those people control you. They, those yeah, people set your beliefs and you those people moving, set who you, you start, are. Yeah, because you start You start going moving, with what they Based off of what other people are saying right. and doing about you. And then you're like, oh, I got to please. And. Like, no, stop. Please yourself. Please yourself. Like, yeah, don't no, please so them. Please yourself and the people who are willing to, like, rock with you and that, like, want to be part of that, you know? So. I actually think, too, um, when you're more of yourself, I think people give you way more respect. Yeah, yeah. Because sure. if you're so sure who you are, people are like, oh, this kid's really sure of himself. Like, th like this person knows who he is. Yeah, yeah. And they'll just, they'll accept you or they won't. Was it you had a conversation with, yeah, conversation with, conversation <laughs> with uh, like yesterday the other day, we were talking about something like how I am with other people. I, I don't know. It might have been with you or with someone else. I was talking on the lines of like, you know, I, it, I, I saw the saying, it was like, you know, it's a really good skill set to like know how to talk to other people depending on the situation where you are and this and that. And like, I know how to be myself. We, I think whilst we being I around, think this was last week I talked to you about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, whilst, you know, like, talking and interacting with other people. Like, right. you know, I know how to interact with certain people in certain ways, but I still know how to be myself. I know how to take Steven and put him in that situation. We did and, talk about yeah, this. Yeah, We did. You know, and... Uh, you know how to adapt to people. There you go. That was exactly I know how to adapt to people very well, <laughs> you know, but, it, but I, I'm myself at the same time. 
you know, and some of my friends worry when I tell them stories. They're like, you know, I don't want you to like get caught. I'm like, no, like, 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 trust me. Like, don't worry. Like, oh, yeah. they get they get scared because they think the other person's going to judge you and not like you, or no, it just influence me to do other things. But you know, oh, it's, it's okay. you know, I'm I'm not stupid. I know right and wrong, and I right. know you know, and it's it like don't worry. Right, like, take I care got, of yourself. Yeah, like like. I know I'm okay. I know what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do. I know right. I know I shouldn't do that. I'm not going to do that. You know, don't worry, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can adapt to other people being around them. I talk to them. doesn't mean I'm going to, like, start beating them <laughs> and act like them, you know. It's just, you know, I know, you know, with certain people. Like, you know, like, I know when to be, like, very etiquette and when, like, I can be, like, whatever. You know, everywhere I go, everywhere I go, go to the mall, the gas station, right. talk to the guy, you know, can I get, you know, go up to the guy. Hey, what's up, my G? Can let me get, like, $10 on pump five. All right, thanks, fam. I appreciate it. You know, shit <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, I'm just, I just talk to everybody, you know, and like friendly with everyone, getting like, you know, I just get down to it. And sometimes we'll be like, okay, sir, have a good day. And then you'll get the people who'll be like, hey, my man, I appreciate <laughs> that, my G. You know, it's shit like that. It, it, it's like that, you know? Yeah. So, well, there's tons of personalities out yeah, there. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. And I, I do the same thing. I tend to like, I stay, my beliefs stay the same. I stay the same. But if it's someone that's probably a little bit different, like I'll adapt to that person. Yeah. Like, okay, I know this person's not going to like this. You know, I know this person yeah. might like this. I'm and I'm pretty adaptable where I kind of like everything. Yeah, I don't, exactly. I don't have exactly. a straight I, preference yeah. on anything. It's mm -hmm. kind of just like, okay, if you really like doing that, I'm, I'm definitely down for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like hanging so, out, yeah. making plans. Yeah, yeah. And I pitch like an that. idea and my friend's like, hey, I really want to go to the bar. And I'm like, yeah, but I can't, you know, it might be nice to go over and go to the, you know, the game room or something. Yeah. No, I really want to go to the bar. <laughs> All right, we'll go to the bar. I'll have a good time. We'll, we'll adapt. Yeah. And you I, have a good and time? I, yeah, and then I have a good time. Regardless of where I go, because it's the, it's the mindset or the attitude yeah. that you're bringing yeah. to the table. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the atmosphere, like you were saying. Before. Yeah, for sure, man. And, and, that's, and that's where I think, like, people don't understand that. Like, people are, the thing is, people are just really steady on what they want. Yeah. Yeah, they're just set in their ways. People forget that, you know, you got so much time on your hands in your life to have so much fun and people get caught up in their shit. So, you know, like when people are too busy for their family and shit like that, I'm like, come on, man. Like, there's no reason you should be too busy for your, like, enjoy the little things, enjoy life, enjoy being, you know, part of your friends and your family and doing things and like being stupid and like being irresponsible. Do all that. Live and learn, but right. have fun. Like, you can't. You can't just always be on like the safe, you know, zone and just like not do anything. You know, right. like you have you have to get out there. You have to get out there, and that's that's a lot. What a lot of people are missing out on, you know, is putting themselves out there to see like what's out there. So yeah, no, I agree. Opportunities knocking at your dub your dub store, your your doorstep every fucking day, all day, every day. Yeah, it's just it's if so you're true. willing to like if you're open willing to, and see what exactly. it is. If you you're know? willing to open up your eyes and pay attention to what's mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. There's opportunities every single day. Yeah, for sure, man. And for you're getting sure. hit with the funny thing is you're probably getting hit with hundreds of different yeah. opportunities a day. Yeah, you know, emails I get on you know on on different jobs that like you know are interested because on Indeed they saw my uh, my resume and I'm just like eh, nah 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 yeah. nah nah. You know how many jobs I probably could have done just because of that or like how many times like different things and advances I could have made by doing those other things just because I got an email like. But I was like, nah, like, let me do this, or let me do that, or fuck this, you know, shit like that. But who knows, if I had taken that, you know, response yeah, to that one email, life, like, maybe. exactly, if you stayed with that one person, if you never met a certain person, if you meet the right person, and everything that comes to you is an yep. opportunity.
could have went mentality. to a bar and, and met someone and they could have they could have been a CEO of like a billion dollar industry. Correct, yeah. Business yeah. And I had a guy who I worked at Dick Sporting Goods, you know, a couple of years ago and I had a guy, he liked my attitude, he right. gave me his number, he's like, I wanna be your mentor on a lot of on a couple of things. Called him, we had meetings, ended up being a pyramid scheme. Yeah, so, <laughs> which was, you know, shitty, but you know, I was building like a, you know, like a bond with someone and I was learning these things and everything. Once I learned, you know, like once I went to the first big meeting and I was like, this pyramid scheme, I was like, all right, I'm out. Fuck this. Like you got me cool. But I good thing I didn't spend any money or anything, but, <laughs> um, you know, I was just, you know, I took, I took the opportunity and like for six weeks I was meeting with this guy at Panera Bread and coffee shops and he was like giving me stuff to read and I was learning things and like, you know what? It ended up being nothing, but I took the risk and I said, fuck it. Yeah. You know, and because fraud, it could have been something, but it ended up being otherwise. But mm -hmm. you're not going to know unless you go out there and put yourself out there and try. Yeah, it was kind of weird because uh, Eric came to me one time in Orlando and yeah. he was telling me the same thing. He's like, hey, I was working. He worked at a uh, catering company. Yes, yes. Uh, Puffing yeah. stuff. Or yeah. And <laughs> I shout out there. Stuff. And <laughs> How about stuff and puff? Oh, was it that? No, no, I'm just oh, saying. That it, sounds better. Right. No, I was just saying because I have dyslexia, so I'm like, did I say it backwards? No, 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 no. <laughs> no stuff and puff. Oh, I got you. But, <laughs> but, um, but the funny thing is, he came to me and said the same thing. He's like, hey, I work with this one girl, and mm -hmm. he was just interested in the girl, like herself, of course. So, <laughs> so he's like, hey, she, she said, like, she gave me this opportunity and go do this thing, and like, I gotta go to yeah. this meeting. Kind of the same thing you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah, she yeah. went there. She wants me to read this. She wants me to do that. And then he's like, hey, he's like, hey, it's uh, he's like, I'm pretty sure it's a pyramid scheme and all this other stuff. And uh, and I was like, yep. Yeah. And he was like, it's kind of a waste of time. And I was like, it's not really a waste of time. Like, it could have been a good opportunity. Like, you did the right thing by at least attempting to go look at it, go yeah. try I mean, it. it. It's it's if you go for it, do it for a little bit, yeah, you make some money. Sure, like it, it's the, the market's there. Like, it works. Yeah, I think that's for um, a limited time. It's network marketing, I think. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and it, it works, but like. You gotta be it really quickly ends it's to hard. fall hard. It's like it's like investing, you know, I don't know when to pull out, you know, right. shit like that. <laughs> so it's you know, you don't you don't know how it can go, you know. Just, you know, I invested my time, figured it was bullshit by the time like I started to get more serious with it. I'm glad I walked away from it, you know, because then I you know, I didn't want to like do it and then like something bad down the line, you know, because it was a shit company, you know, I did one in high school and yeah. I found out two years later, like, they, you know, they're being sued by a bunch of people and I was like, thank God I never stuck with that, you know, <laughs> thank goodness. So. Yeah, I got sucked in a one too one time, mm -hmm. it was called, um, I actually, I got sucked into it twice. Oh, wow. And I was, but it was like different times and yeah. then I'm like, yeah, it's bullshit because the thing that I didn't like was, uh, it was at one point I was trying to do it on here, it was uh, World Ventures, I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Company. No. All right, so World Ventures is more like vacations. Uh, you can do hotels, oh, you can do okay. rental cars. So it's all vacation type of stuff. And like they sucked me into it at first, and I'm like, okay. Then the, they came out with this other thing in it, and it was like a uh, a virtual credit card. Yeah. So the card would hold like six or seven different cards, and it would basically what oh, they were okay. promoting was it's security. Yeah. And it's easy access. You have one card, not seven, and all this yeah. other stuff, right? They're promoting this, uh, and they're like, it's going to be the future. Now, I haven't seen any, like, prototypes from it since, so, I mean, that was, like, two, maybe two, three years ago. Yeah. And, um, oh, my God, it's going to be it's gonna be so good. It's going to be worth so much money. Like, I'm de I definitely want in. I want to sell it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they started doing things where they would charge you to, to rep them, or they would charge you monthly subscriptions to rep them. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. They yeah. basically would charge, what they're doing is they're charging in, like, every different angle. Yeah. 
So they're charging all their reps. They're charging you to basically buy and use their, their stuff. Yeah, they're yeah, charging yeah, yeah. you. They're charging customers that come in. They're, so that's how the company is really making a lot of the money. Yeah. But the person that's repping them is actually kind of losing money on the back end. Yeah. So you have to really sell a lot of stuff in order mm -hmm. to make a profit because they're constantly taking money from you. Yeah. And yeah. it's not like your work. And that's what like the <laughs> scam part felt to me was like, it, like even if I did well, they're still taking a lot of my money or my profits from selling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, that's how they get their money. You know, it's it's. But my point is, like, they like don't need scam, to be doing that. You know, yeah, they, they're, they're already making all this money over scamming here you while while having and, to scam others. Yeah. But they're they're scamming me as I'm making them money. Like that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah, they're they're basically works. triple charging. Yeah. They're 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 charging they're the me. That's repping them. them. Yeah. Whoever makes here exactly this person gets above them and so on and so forth all the way to the top. Right. And but you can never get to really the top. That's why you're saying it's pyramid scheme. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying those who are on top, think about it. Oh. You could start your own pyramid, but your pyramid's upholding someone else's. Right, you're always you know? under someone. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but that, that, that whole thing, too, is kind of like bullshit, too, like the whole pyramid scam thing, because yeah. no matter where you work, you're kind of there's always someone above you. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, unless you have your own company. Everything and everything is. Unless you have your own pyramid, company, but... and if you do have your own company, eventually when you get successful, you yeah. tend to partner and do other things. Well, yeah, so you're really yeah, not yeah. always on the top. Yeah, no, of course, of course. You know? And yeah. most of these millionaires and billionaires have seven or plus flows of, of income. Yeah. So they're not all in charge of yeah, all those yeah, flows, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that's it's why crazy. it's kind of bullshit. No, people don't really think about that. <laughs> But I understand where people come across where, like, they're ripping you off, they're taking money. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't like it either. I wasn't. Yeah, no. I, it was one of those that. things where I wasn't motivated through it. No, I don't like someone. someone fucks with my money, so I don't want to fuck with other people's money, <laughs> you know? I'm like, oh, I owe someone back money. I'm like, shit, I, I go crazy yeah. until I give them the money back. And I'm like, oh, sorry, man. And I had a friend who, you know, I owed him a couple hundred bucks. And he was, and I was just like, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, like, being fucked. And he's just like, nah, dude, don't worry about it. Like, it's good. And I'm like. No, 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 you don't understand. I don't, I don't like this feeling. I need to give you your money that I owe you. Oh, like Dude, he, you borrowed money from him and you had to pay him back? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I hate that stuff, so, too. Like, I hate feeling like I owe my friends I money. I paid, or, I paid him back, but, you know, he was just like, no, nah, man, it's good. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, I don't like having this feeling on me. Like, I owe you and I've been having you wait, even though I know you don't really need the money at this point in time. Like, nah. it's whatever to you, but still, right. I, I need to give it back to you. Like, Now, did, did he charge you interest on nah, that? No, 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 no. He was just like, oh, he's just like, money. he's like, yeah. He's like, dude, just whenever you can, like, it's fine. And I'm like, okay, tomorrow. And then it wasn't the next yeah. day. And I was like, shit. And then he's he's like, dude, relax. It's okay. Like, just whenever. Yeah. Until I, I had the I had the same thing, but I lent money out. Where, yeah. But he normally charges, he normally gives me interest for it. Oh, okay. Like, it's it's one of my really close friends. Uh, he, he ended up um, messing up and, and losing his wallet. Oh, wow. And so he was like, hey, he's like, I paid all these bills, but he's like, I don't have access to my bank. I'm all the way. He was working. So he yeah. didn't, he wasn't like home and he could go to his bank. Yeah. Or anything. And he's like, Hey, I just need, um, I got to pay this one bill. He's like, I just need like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I got you. And, and, and I'm like, this is why I have emergency money. I always pay myself first. I have some money aside. Yeah, like this yeah. is emergency money. And I'm like, I'll give it, I'll give it to you. And he was like, yeah, he's like, you know, I'll give you interest. Like, don't worry. Like, I'll give you like, $50 extra on top of yeah, it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's all good. That's cool. Though. And like every single time he's like, dude, I'm going to give you your money. I'm, I'm going to give it to you. And I'm like, dude, trust me. I don't need it right now. I'm in no rush. Like, it's not like I got to build the next month. Or yeah. I need it for like, we're good. Yeah. I'm like, um, 
I'm like, but obviously, like, eventually I want to get paid back. But yeah, I'm like, of but, course, but you're of good. Like, we, we can wait. Like, if you need, like, another month, like, it's good. Yeah, like, dude, just let me know. It's, it's not like okay. I'm a bank and I'm charging interest yeah. on top of your interest. Like, I'm just, yeah. it's a flat rate. Like, yeah. You know? But even if you just needed it, even if he was like, hey, man, I really don't have money to pay you, like, interest, I'd still do it for him. Yeah, of course. It yeah. was just he offered, and I was like, you know what? You know, I kind of need it anyways. Like, I'm planning to go with him and, and his brother and family um, to Greece. Oh, nice. Next year. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, well, man. But, <laughs> but, uh, go on vacation. Get yeah, but I've never been outside the United States before. So. Oh, no. No, and. It's Niagara Falls, that was it. Yeah, that's what, that's what happened to me. Like, that, so I've been outside once, but it's, um, I've never really been outside the United States. No, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. really consider that outside. I want to, I want to, I want to travel, man. I want to go to these different countries and. You know, I really want to go to, like, Japan, you know, Tokyo, see the cars over there. I want to go to, like, Germany and, you know, just, like, all different kinds of things. I want to, I want to travel, man. It's it, it seems cool. It's the different cultures, different food, the different people, the different, like... Yeah, just don't use debt, though. No, yeah, no. Because <laughs> that's where a lot of people fuck up, and yeah. they use their credit cards, they use yeah, all that yeah, stuff, yeah, and yeah. then they get a lot of consumption debt they can't get out of. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, but no, I mean, it, I, I feel like, you know, go for the experience, like, get away, see what, see what's, see what fun is over there. Yeah, you know what you should you know? do? Plan a trip a year ahead or a year and a half ahead no, and start yeah, for saving sure. for it. For and then sure. you use like use that. And, that. and then if you have to use maybe like a hundred, two hundred dollars here yeah, yeah. on a credit card, then that's fine for unexpected fees of or course. money. But um No, but, I just want to do shit even here in the States. Like I wanna go to New York. I wanna go oh, to yeah, California. That's I wanna bad. go to I, I thought know. you meant stuff like international like No, I I mean no, I want I do, I do. I'm yeah, that's where like, it gets pricey. Like even shit here I wanna <laughs> like, you know, like some South Florida, man. I mean, how much longer can I be here? Well, that's the crazy part too. Is people live in our atmosphere in Florida, but there's so like Florida is so massive. There's so many places you can go. Yeah, there's there's so many different environments. You go more north. Yeah, more. uh, It's more country. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy, but we're just used to beach and not really a lot of forest over here. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's cool. I mean, there's actually different, um, different things out there that we have around us. Yeah, there's a place over in the Orlando area that I want to go and try to get like Eric to go uh, with me. And they have like a little place you can go. I'm, I'm guessing it's in like a little forest or a little desert type yeah, area, yeah, yeah. and you can shoot like uh, machine guns. Oh, see, that's cool. That's, that's like, cool. cool. Like, it's probably like a little oh, range out there, and you could probably shoot like tires or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably not. I don't know, but it, it'd be cool because. Yeah, you literally would get an experience that not a lot of people have because you can't buy an automatic weapon. It has to. It has to be yeah, yeah, yeah. a semi. So it's some. Yeah. It's a cool experience. Yeah, that's neat. That's neat for sure. But I, and I, Eric would do it too. Like Eric would probably do it. Eric's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> hey Eric, if you're out here watching us, uh, we love you, man. <laughs> Saw you was on here earlier. So. Oh, he was. Yeah, on the first on one. On the first one, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, so. Eric, if you're out there, you know, we'll fuck with you, man. It's actually probably a good time because um, a lot of people have, like, I actually probably got more activity on this one, but I also think it's because co-hosting. Okay. It's more, probably more engaging. Well, when, you tag, with, when you tag me, does it, like, pop up on, like, it my might. thing? Or, Maybe I'm getting some ears, too. It might be. We'll have to look a at it. A friend texted me and was like, I, saw, I was watching, but I didn't see them on here, but they, I guess they were watching. Who is from, it? Uh, my friend Gina. Yeah, I probably don't She's have like, I saw friend. you on a, on a podcast, and I was like, oh. On Facebook? I think so. Or the, yeah, Facebook more than Okay, so maybe when I do tag you, it does go to your It might. It that might. would Let make sense. This, the one person freaked out I had on here, it was um, my really good friend Sterling. Yeah. He was on here, and he was, and like this person joined on the feed. It said like their name on there. 
And he was like, how do you know that person? Yeah. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, I don't know. I just friend people. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying to grow a following. So I'm like, I could be yeah. following them. And he was just like, yo, how do you, like, how do you know? Like, he freaked out because it was like his, I think it was like his brother's uh, yeah. wife. Like, they were engaged or something. So he's freaking out. He's like, what the? Like, yeah. And I'm like, dude, I don't know. But I tagged him the same way. So maybe it does go to your feed. Yeah, yeah from what I see here. Yeah, it's showing like people like That's you know funny. what you're tagged in. So let's see, it might it might be on here. Oh, it probably does. It probably just goes and puts it on your feed and go. Oh no, not on here. Well, I don't know. There should be a way to post it, but we'll figure that out. But also, but I think when you go live too, it notifies your uh, your friends. I think so. Yeah. Instagram yeah. does it. I don't know if uh, uh, Facebook. I would believe. I mean, Facebook owns Instagram. So yeah. Facebook yeah, should do yeah. it. Yeah. It's crazy how this all, all these. I know, isn't it crazy how like together. social media works? Everything's connected to Facebook. That, that's just crazy. Facebook. Everything. And I'm not gonna lie, if I had to pick one platform to dedicate time to, it would be Facebook. Yeah. It's yeah. more. It's more yeah. social engagement. It's always constantly being updated. It, yeah. More people, I believe, would be on Facebook. Um, you have way more different, di- like diversified audience on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you see a lot, like, you know, especially with Instagram and, like, Twitter and Snap, there's a lot more coming to them. Right. I mean, from what I see, yeah, Facebook's Facebook. It's more like the community thing. You have everybody as a friend. But I see as far as, like, the social platform, like, the Twitter and Instagram, like, many people, like, we're talking, like, anyone and everyone, like, celebrities, like, what do they always do? Twitter, 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 yeah. Twitter, Twitter. Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. You Trump, know, it's always, Trump it's always. Trump does a lot of Twitter. Yeah, Trump does a lot of, <laughs> a lot of Twitter. Tweets. Yeah, he, he. <laughs> He needs to on the tweeting. He needs to back go. He needs to like sit at the at the desk and work rather than be tweeting. So I'm like, oh god, here we go. He's tweeting. <laughs> Who do you think wins? Um, like 2020. The election. Yeah. I mean, who's who's gonna? Oh, you don't even know the candidates. Hell no, man. I don't. Oh. I just when, okay, when, so, when it all. You know, I know Bernie wants to come back. Yeah. So the okay. So. Probably what's going to – right now is – Joe the, Biden, right? He wants well, yeah. To, so Democrats right now are running their um, – they're trying to narrow down their candidates. Okay. For the Democratic nomination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's – right now it's like uh, Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Kiss, uh, what's her name? What's the, the black lady? Uh, Kiss, uh, fuck. I can't think. Yeah, it's like uh, – it's one of the – I know who it is. It's uh, – Harrison or something, Cassandra Harrison, something like that. Something like that. You kind of yeah. know who I'm talking about, that, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. It's that. It's them. Bernie Sanders, which I don't think Bernie's going to get nominated. Yeah, he's still going to feel the burn. I like. I like his passion. I like what he's. I, he's an old man, dude. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, people are like, oh, he's old. He's gonna, you know, he has these like old values. But I'm like, you know what? But that's what's cool I about him. him. What's cool about him is that like he's like. I want to take care of the people, not just like the government and the war. Yeah. Like he's like, I want to take care of the people. I want to take care of student debt. I want to make sure marijuana is. I want to make sure people have, you know, medicine and yeah. like, that's what I like about him. She shit like that. Those are the people. But you know, Trump, whoever this person, whatever people also want someone who's going to be very like stern when it comes to like. Well, right, like, like, if we're gonna if we're gonna go to war, like you need someone who's gonna lead, and like you know, they're like, oh, Bernie's doing that. Like you don't know what this, what anyone's right. capable of until you put them in that position. You don't right. know. I mean, for all we know, he could have been the best thing, could have been the worst thing. We don't know. But as far as like his values and what he wants, that's what I go for. You know, right, right. that's that's the you know the big thing. So and yeah, no, nobody, not everybody around the country looks at it like that. Right. Know? 
So if I if I had to narrow it down now, they haven't had the Republican. Um, now obviously, Trump's probably gonna obviously win that one. Yeah, right? it's probably gonna More be Trump I mean, yeah, versus probably... for someone Democrat, right? Yeah, but it's gonna be well, now it sounds and looks yeah because I don't I don't even think anyone's gonna even try to run against Trump. No, you don't on the Republican so. side. On the Republican side, because I don't think they're gonna win. Trump, Trump will, I'll, I'll bet you. Like if I had to put money down, like these are like if I had to literally bet on a horse, I I do think Trump is gonna get reelected for another four years. Could be. I mean, who knows? I mean, well, yeah, I, like I can't know. I can't you tell you know. that. Like you I can't know. obviously yeah, set it in stone. I'm just it. telling you. But yeah. he definitely is gonna get. It's gonna be Trump and someone on the it's, left that's gonna, gonna run be, against each other. Yeah, it's gonna be him and someone else. Now my sure. theories are: it's either gonna be Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. who's been pretty strong, or it's gonna be Joe Biden. Yeah. Now, if those two candidates, like let's say it's Joe Biden or Elizabeth Warren and Trump, yeah, who do you think would win out of those? Do you know enough on the on the two other people? Not too much. I mean, a little on Joe Biden, but you know, I mean, I see Joe Biden. Who would you pick? Amongst if the it was three. those three, um, Joe Biden. I mean, him. I, I liked. <laughs> I liked the you know. The Obama Biden, you know, friendship thing that they had going, like they they were cool people, you know. That's what I liked. I was like, you had Obama and Biden, they were very interactive. They were very like out there, like when it came to like you know even like on social media and in touch, like reaching out to people and like shit like that. Like they really were like people persons, right. you know what I mean? And like you know in the holidays, like it just they were very wholesome people to me, you know what I mean? That's that's what I like. So seeing that, you know, I'm like, all right, Joe Biden, like he's cool as fuck. I mean. Who the fuck knows what's going on? I don't know what this fucking hair smelling thing is that he's got going on with the kids. And the <laughs> oh, yeah. and I don't know what everyone's like. Oh, you look back. And I'm like, dude, I I don't fucking know. Like that's fucking sus as fuck. But still, like he, I mean, he was he was in there. Like he knows the deal. And like he was he was a cool. Do you think, do you think cool he's been to a pedophile island? I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. <laughs> but uh, if he did. Then sorry, man. Yeah. You're out of my book, but you know. So let's hope he didn't. <laughs> well, there's no there's no evidence on him. Yeah. Like the, the like you know about that, right? The whole pedophile island thing. Who? That's um, Ep- Epstein, the guy that hung himself. Oh, that and guy. To find yeah. out that he's like a corrupt politician. Oh yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. This pedophile island. Yeah, that's that's nuts. <laughs> that's a little you know. But uh, it's crazy what people go into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, what was gonna say uh. But honestly, like, I do think Trump wins 2020. You think so? Okay. Yeah, hands down. It, 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 yeah. Two of those. Just because of the viewpoints that Joe Biden would be more libertarian, like he'd be in the middle more. So he would have, I think Joe Biden would have a better chance than, um, to beat Trump than Elizabeth yeah, Warren. Yeah, yeah. Elizabeth Warren's too far left and too radical. Okay. Like, to the point where, like, full, like, full-blown abortion, meaning, like, baby can come out of the womb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can literally kill the baby as it's, like, born. Oh, no, that's... Well, you might as well just give it up at that point. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what that side is kind of going yeah, for. Yeah, it's yeah. far left. Yeah, yeah. Uh, com- like, they want complete um, health care for all, which is, like, we can't afford it. Of course, There's, of there's course. no way. But it's, it's... Let's see, shit like that is what, yeah. you know, you want someone who... In that power that wants shit like that, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. You want someone who wants to take care of everyone here. Like, think of all the veterans that, like, regardless of whatever president, like, why are these veterans still like out here? They're like, oh, we need to take care of our people and our mm-hmm. veterans. But why are they still out there? 
Obama's great president. Still, they're out there. There's people shooting on the streets. Trump talks about it. Still, oh, you're talking about like a homeless population? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like veterans, shit like that. And like our, like here in the country, like what's going on with our people in here? Like homeless people, homeless veterans, shit like that. Like mm-hmm. why aren't they being taken care of? Right. Why are they still on the street? Why are they still bumming around? Right. Maybe some of them choose. I mean, by all means, if that's what they well, choose, I also, sure. I also think it comes back to mental health. I think a lot of them that have too. health issues, yeah. like mental health issues. But I'm saying like if, if the help is offered and like, so if they're willing to like pick them up and be like, yeah, we gotta get this guy out of here and help them. Like this needs, this is someone who should be a member of society, not a fucking, you know, mm-hmm. he went crazy because he's living on the street, hasn't lived in a home for 10 years. And it's like, dude, like yeah. he was in the military and PTSD and shit like that. Like, why aren't they getting the help mm-hmm. that they need? You know, it's the shitty part. Yeah, no, it, so. it definitely sucks. The only thing with that is like, I, even if you came up with the best solution, I don't think you can, I don't think you can help every single home. I know. So that's I know. the only thing that sucks. Yeah, it's like, no, I don't think course. there's a clear, uh, like clear solution where you can help them all because like you said it's a lot of it is a choice a it lot is, of them yeah. do choose to uh, yeah. sleep on the roads and mm-hmm. um not really want they don't want to work they don't yeah yeah do no it's crazy it's and, nuts and a lot of them like panhandling because it's tax-free money they don't have to work yeah, hard they don't yeah. have to do much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they don't get they don't pay any tax on that yeah, so yeah they don't, for sure. you know it's kind of a choice but i do think a lot of it is mental health because a lot like yeah, you said yeah, like yeah. the veterans a lot of them have ptsd a lot of them come back they see some crazy some crazy yeah, shit. They see some crazy shit, man. And they like, do crazy shit, and it sticks with them the rest of their lives. And of they have to live with it, you know. It's the scary like, part. Like, think about it. Like, you become really good friends with someone in the in the military, and, and all of a sudden, blown yeah, you see like a bullet blaze their their brains out, or yeah, you, see, you just like look at them, their fucking head explodes, and you're just like their body just blows up yeah, in pieces. Yeah, you're like, scary, holy shit, man. there was Steve one one minute, and now he's gone. Yeah, you know, like it would fuck me up too. Like, <laughs> um, like mentally, yeah, it would fuck you up. Yeah, seeing that. But it, it is it is crazy. But um, but speaking about Trump, so you don't think Trump's doing too good with like the the bets? Um, no, I mean, really, I don't I don't see too much being handled. But, but I'm not not just him. I'm talking yeah, yeah. about in general politicians like, in general. It's just it's just they praise it and don't, yeah. You know, I don't see anything getting done. You know, it's, mm-hmm. and it's sad. It's sad. Don't don't promote it if you're not going to do it. You know, yeah. And and that's that's the that's the sad part and the truth about it. It's like. We need to take care of our people and like no one's willing to do it. And like, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, they need to get a job. They try to get a job. Get the fuck out of here, you poor, you poor rat. Like, no, it's like, it's, 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 how are they going to make it? And like, people are going to tell them, get a fucking job. And then like, then be denied of trying yeah. to get a job just because of how they look or where they're at. Like, bro, like, all right, like, let them wash some dishes, do something. Like, yeah. give, them, give them a chance. You got to give everybody a chance, dude. Right. Everybody deserves a chance at something, dude. And, like, no, like a lot of people won't give it just because of an image or how they're acting, you know, shit like that, man. I remember I was a hiring manager, and my manager would be like, why did you have this kid coming for an interview? I looked at this, and I was like, because I'm the hiring manager, and I looked at this thing, and he was a kid just like me who needed a job, and I figured, why not give him a chance? He ended up being, like, he ended up, you know, um, doing real well and, you know, fucking became a manager and, you know, I left or whatever. And then like, you know, I was like, see, like I told you, man, like it's all about giving someone a chance. I got a chance. Mm-hmm. And you know, he was like, I hired you because you kept calling me every day and I know the shit out of me. I was like, well, look what happened. I got, I'm on top. I have your numbers up and I had no knowledge of this shit until I started working. Here. Yeah. Two months in, next thing I knew, I was like, you know, like the best thing over there. And it was great. So yeah, <laughs> I miss it. Yeah, it's, so, it's one of those things where like yeah. you're trying to you're trying to be good, you're trying to be nice, and like sometimes yeah. it, it, it sometimes backfires. Bites you in the ass, but some you know not, not all the time, all the time. Yeah, yeah. So it's what you make of it, man. It's right. what you make of it. It's not you're not going to know unless you do something about it and try. So I'm gonna wrap this up. 
Yeah, if you want, dude. Yeah, it's been what, it's 40, like, 46 It's going on five. I'm going to have to go at like 630 to Toastmaster. Yeah, right. Come on back. But, uh, <laughs> but um, all right, I think that's good. We had a pretty good conversation. Yeah, we talked a lot about different, like a lot different of things, things I haven't talked about on the show before, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, if you want and, to talk about things that you don't normally talk about, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. But hopefully we'll get your show rolling. Yeah, man, for sure. And then for I'll sure. go in there a couple times, and we'll yeah, just no, we'll sure. back off each other. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. We'll help Everybody, each other grow. Yeah. yeah, for sure, man. We need to. Uh, oh yeah. Hey, man, it's part of networking, man. It's yeah, that's what friends do too. So you gotta help each other out. So yeah, and it's cool too because like we're really we're we're actually really close to each other. You're only like twenty minutes down the road. No, like like five minutes. Yeah, five. All right. So he <laughs> he, he he subtracted some time, but <laughs> but it's it's only uh. It probably is like five, but it's probably yeah. it's probably more like ten. It's like seven. <laughs> probably the traffic it's like lights. seven with traffic. Yeah. Yeah, but um, so we'll definitely do that. We'll collab. Yeah, we'll do some sure, cool man. stuff. And uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Go support us on Patreon. Yeah, man. Go follow <laughs> Stephen. Yeah. At the Feldman Show. Yeah, guys. That's, that's yeah, Instagram follow. and Twitter. Instagram and Twitter. Steve Film at the Feldman Show. You know. And uh, go check out our old episodes. I'm trying to catch that up as fast as I possibly can. We have about over, we're on episode 106. We're over 100 episodes. I think I have about 18 on there. So I'm working really hard nice. to get that updated. Nice. And then uh, we'll, we'll get them updated every single time I'm done with one. We'll just upload it. Yeah, for sure. Very cool. Sounds so good. go check that out at goalsandupdates.podbean.com. This has been episode 106 of Goals and Updates. My co-host, Steven. All right, guys. You already know. And my name's Tyler, <laughs> and we'll see you, what's today, Tuesday? We'll see you tomorrow at 7.30 sharp. Tomorrow, 7.30 sharp, fucking sharp. Be there, be square. <laughs> Peace. That was funny. Oh,